0: what's up guys this is none of this really matters episode 32 and uh it's a podcast about movies and everything that has to do with them and uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, we don't really have a specific agenda or any certain film or director that we're going to talk about this episode, so we're just kind of winging it. But I still feel like we have a lot to talk about at the same time, because I know Rob, not that long ago, just got back from seeing Venom, the new Venom. That there
1: be carnage, Venom, Venom.
0: <laughs> How was that? How go go off?
1: It was a Sony movie.
0: Initial reaction.
1: Well, it was hard to have an initial reaction. I was with a three-year-old and a five-year-old, so I had (laughs) to make sure that the three-year-old wasn't screaming at me the entire time, Mm how cool it was. (laughs) He screamed out loud, this is the biggest TV. (laughs) He's like, this is the biggest TV. And I was like, okay, son, all right. (laughs) And then we had a bunch of teenagers behind us, which... Can't say that I was ever that teenager who went to a movie to like cause ruckus. Uh, I would say maybe I would, maybe we talked a little loud, Mm -hmm. but these kids seem to have been like purposefully trying to cause ruckus.
0: Yeah. How many of them?
1: Oh, I don't know. They took like the whole back row to the point where it was like. There was one of them, like, sitting on the steps, like, just talking to his friends. They were, like, taking pictures in the movie uh, theater with like the a flash going on. They think? had to have been, like, 14 to 16
0: That's a little old. That's too old to do that.
1: It's a little old to do that. That's why I almost whooped their ass. I was like, (laughs) You're old enough to get your ass like 16 years old where I'm from. Yeah. That's like that's oh, you get whooped by a grown man. You're in high school. If you're in
0: high school, you get your ass beat
1: Yeah, you get beat up by a grown man. I'm not gonna beat up an eighth grader. I was like, if I didn't if I didn't have maybe Max with me, well, either of my children. If Amanda was there, I would have fought. Yeah. I would have beat the shit out of them. I would've threw them over the
0: I think that'd be hilarious. Because just because of the fact that you're watching better <laughs> right. <laughs> like just I mean, that's kind Rob, of
1: yeah, that was kind yeah. of what was in my head. I was like, this movie ain't really worth the, yeah. me going. Like if to it jail. was Dune and IMAX. Yeah, it, that's exactly what I thought. If I was like, if this was Dune, now the thing that pissed me off is like kind of almost like altogether you're spending like a hundred bucks when you have a family to go to yeah. the movies. It's Ridiculous. Yeah. So, like, just for, like, a cheeseburger and some chicken tenders, we I spent 50 bucks. So, that was kind of, like, I'm not spending money for y'all to sit here and, like, be dickheads. Yeah. But Roman and Maxwell had no idea that that was going on behind them. <laughs> I mean, so, that's called, yeah, it was your good dad. Yeah. <laughs> they were so, like... like except for one kid he put his head his feet up on a chair and max was in the seat so he put his feet up and i didn't see it Mm -hmm. and max like hit me and was like daddy and he put his feet up so i turned around and looked at the dude and he was like i'm sorry i'm sorry now you would think after two of you said i'm sorry to somebody somebody would say Maybe hey, we let's should all shut stop the doing fucking, this. Like maybe we should shut the hell up. Yeah. But they were literally, they were that those type of, first of all, it was the Esplanade. So. Really? Oh, they were white. Yeah. <laughs> you knew. Yeah. You knew. And I was like, one of them I saw driving out in a Tesla. I'm like, this is what this is. like, you've either seen this movie more than once. Yeah. Or you're just little rich It was probably just, hairs. it
0: was just a fuck it, let's go see Venom.
1: Yeah. Like, and they were, like, trying to make jokes out loud. And it's, like, it's it just reminds uh, me of when I yeah, was 16. Yeah, it's super,
0: like, cringy. Yeah, it's so that's like, why I was, like, It's, upset. like, I understand, yeah. but it's, like, I'm still annoyed. Yeah, like, thank
1: God, little fuckers that I'm... If I was, like, 45, I probably would be more pissed. But I'm only 15 years removed from, like, mm-hmm. doing shit like that, yeah. you know? And comparatively to where I'm from, I had a situation where there was, like, Six guys, kids, they were kids. I hate to say guys, they were kids. Mm. It's just that some people just be looking like grown ass men. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? So they were like throwing quarters at people. Like they bought Starburst just to like throw at people. And they were just like as hard as they could, just like hitting people. And then they were like, yeah, turn around again, like trying to start shit on purpose. But I was in my head, I'm like, mind you, this was a, a movie theater in VA. VA is like the equivalent. You go to VA where I'm from, it's like the equivalent of going to Glendale. It's like you don't go over there and like act up, fool. The police don't don't play yeah. that shit. Like don't VA will they That's will wild though. VA will lock you the fuck up. So they got locked up because they did it it was three of us. So we turned around and looked and they was like, turn around again, we gonna we gonna do something. Yeah. So we stood <laughs> we turned around. And we was like, what the fuck? Like what what's good? (laughs) So they they didn't do shit. So they ended up throwing something at this dude's girlfriend. It was a white dude. And he was like, What the fuck, man? And you know how (laughs) that go. He got fucking mad. And he got him to fight them and like three of them stood up. They thought he was gonna go to fight them. No. This nigga stood up hard and walked and told the manager. It was three police officers in there faster than you could fucking, like... Like, this is VA. Oh, they were probably
0: ready. They were like, there's kids in
1: here we're about to... Somebody went and told somebody, like, there's some kids in here just, like, just causing problems for no reason. Who pays to go to a movie to go cause trouble? That's all... That's all I can ever think in my head is that's like why you're always, that type of person.
0: That's why it's always like iffy seeing really popular movies in theaters because mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. like there's people who just go there because it's popular. And yeah. It's like, and especially if they're like 14 and it's like let's fuck around.
1: I have nothing else to do. I can't really do shit. Go next time. I, I'm just saying, if Amanda was there, I probably would have been more apt to been like, mm. y'all keep talking, and I'ma <laughs> fight at least three of y'all. Yeah. I couldn't they remind you, they're, and that's what I was thinking. So I was like, they're children. I could literally like hurt you, hurt you. Yeah. Like I could hurt you, like change your life, kind of hurt you. Yeah. So I don't want to. That's why they were so like. I mean, let's just
0: be honest. You're black.
1: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I have an. <laughs> I was Afro. about to say that too. <laughs> I'm black and I have an Afro, and I have my kids with me. Like yeah, I was like if like they chill, were white, and died, like, like relax, yeah, like. Just, like tone it down, just <laughs> to, tone it down that's just okay. a bit. I ain't gonna, you know, I ain't gonna snitch simply because I'm black. I think that's yeah. kind of what you know. Like he ain't gonna snitch, but he will like whoop yeah. my ass. Like oh for sure. Like because
0: I, I remember whatever year Ouija came out. It might have been like 2013. It was a scary movie. Yeah, I went there movie. with like three other friends, and we we weren't doing that, but we were more of like if there was like a jump scare or some shit, we would like. Just ridiculously be like, yes. oh fuck, like, yeah, like be loud.
1: Yes, but it's like, annoying. It's a, you're a teenager. Yeah, that's why I wasn't. I would get upset in there and then be like, you're just dumb little teenagers. Like, mm-hmm. right? in the next four years, when you're at a movie with your girlfriend and there's teenagers doing that, that's a scrap. Little yeah, key. yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I'm not like looking for a scrap, but like
0: if that shit was happening, I'd be like, hey. Yeah, come on.
1: The long 30 second stare that I gave them was enough to be like, yeah, all right. Because they were quiet for like <laughs> basically the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. One of them like took a picture, then I like turned my head one more time, and he was like, I'm sorry. Dude,
0: at least once every time I go to the movie theaters, someone has their flash on. At least like for like half a second.
1: It's, what it's- are you doing? <laughs> are you trying to take a selfie in the movie right now? Because I see it like
0: behind me, even if it's behind me, like Uh, You
1: can see it. It's a fucking movie theater. (laughs) So then the thing is, so beyond that effect, beyond that happening, it's also a Venom movie. So again, I was like, whatever. Because I'm here because I'm a Marvel fan and my kid and Maxwell, of course, especially, he loves Spider Man and all of that.
0: Well, yeah, going to the movie, like, was there any.
1: Oh, so we got there not late no we didn't get there late at all actually we were on time we got there during the preview so just it it feels rushed and mm-hmm. it very much so is because the end credit scene is what do you think spider-man exactly he's laying in the bed and the, and venom is telling him i'm gonna put a spoiler thing yeah
0: i love how the movie just came out and we don't did give it a just bug. came out
1: or it came out with... what's up everybody it's your boy rob here Checking in again, letting you guys know that there's another spoiler coming up for Venom. So if you want to go ahead and skip ahead about 15 minutes, 20 minutes, go ahead and do that now. It's not too much talk about it, but uh, just in case you don't want any spoilers and you want it to all be a surprise, uh, go ahead and skip ahead. Thank you again for listening. Now back to the show. Uh, Did it just come out? Or it came out like last week or wait, when did it come
0: out? Oh no! It came out like last month, I think.
1: That's why I was. That's why I went because I was like, "Hasn't this movie been out for like a (laughs) month?" Yeah, I was like, "Shouldn't it not be like that pop?" No, everywhere was like still like not sold out, but it had enough people there. Yeah, to be like,
0: oh shit, a whole. Oh, it's
1: been out for a month. Yeah, that's good. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, and I'm sure the people, the type of people who listen to this, shout out to Manny. He said he loves the podcast, dude. I saw him at the pop up. At the pop up, some Manny. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, you saw Manny there too.
0: I didn't hear you say Manny, oh. but I was gonna say, dude, somebody told yeah, me too. It was
1: Manny. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. shout out to Manny. But <laughs> uh, they were. It was. Um, so he he's it was rushed. So at the end. He's laying there, and he, and Venom tells him he's like, "I'm a semiote." Because in the actual comic books, they have like what you call retcon, which is what you go back and like retroactively connect things, and makes you sense. make and you make. That's why that's kind of why I like comic books because people are like, I hate superhero movies. I'm like, why? There's no box. You can literally just you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. Time travel. I think that's wild. Universal. Dude. Like universes, like the Loki show is the reason why you can have like the Eternals and what happened in this movie, mm-hmm. which made the Sony movies become MCU things yeah, now. now yeah. So he was like, I'm about to show you like eight billion years of knowledge that, cause they're a hive mind, symbiotes are hive minded. They're from one, like what they call a symbiote god. Yeah. I can't remember his name, but they all are descended from him. And he, they've been, symbiotes have been spread out throughout the universe and they can all like, they all still know each other's knowledge. They
0: talk about this in the movie. Yeah,
1: he's saying this to oh, him. Okay. He's like, "I we have eight. I'm a hive mind knowledge. Eight billion years of knowledge. We've seen basically everything in the universe. If I even showed you a glimpse of what the hell I know, mm-hmm. it would crack, crack your little mind." So he was like, "Shut the fuck up and show <laughs> me." So he start. It start. You think that it's starting to like make him go crazy, and then it's like, Shh, and then it. He's inside of, like, a resort room all of a sudden. Because he's on the run because they know about Venom now because of Carnage. He just went through and fucked shit up. Mm -hmm. Woody Allen actually did a... uh, Not Willie Allen. Woody Woody Harrelson. (laughs) Not Willie Allen. I always do that. Not Willie Allen. Willie Harrelson. I
0: feel like his name couldn't be anything else. It has to be Woody.
1: Yeah. He he was Woody in this movie. It was still, like, that's Woody Harrelson, nigga. (laughs) That's exactly what it felt like the entire movie. But he did play, he plays a good, like, believable psychopath. Okay. Like, he's the type, like, you just like Carnage, but he still loves somebody. A lot of it was kind of just like you needed a a bad guy and you needed the bad guy to have a reason to be bad. It wasn't the most creative thing. No, it wasn't. (laughs) This was, again, there's like age of Ultron, like we always say. Oh, like okay. you made that literally just to keep sometimes you need stuff to just keep this fucking universe going. Yeah. And this movie felt like that. Great, not great action, but pretty decent action. Yeah. Do you know uh the lines? I think it's the people are so self-aware in these writing rooms now I that hate they it. don't even try. <laughs> it's so like, we're saying this, we're writing this because it's gonna piss you off. And we know, like. Yeah, I hate, like... They write They write in, like, comic book format. That's what makes me laugh. It's like, you did that because you're writing like it's a comic book. Like, if you, uh, like, damn, like, the pow. that's, like, that version. Like, those one-liners are, like, the pow to me. It's like, mm-hmm. that's pretty corny, but yeah. it's, it has to exist for, like, a nine-year-old. For mm-hmm. you to connect this to a nine-year-old to a 54-year-old, there has to be some type of, like, yeah. those type of things. Because then like, there's like adult things that they say, you're like, ah, okay, I got that. Yeah, like, like some shit that would fly over a kid's exactly, head. Exactly. Yeah. Which makes it to me not great writing, but it's like, all right, that's hard to do. That People don't understand that's not, I know we love Nate type movies and people know what I mean by that, mm-hmm. but those movies kind of like, not a box, but there are like, there's a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, protocol to mm-hmm. the types of movies like. You do this, you do that. You're like you have to follow a certain story format. Kind of like they say with the uh hero of a thousand faces, like the hero story. Like yeah. there's a formula to the hero yeah. story. Like so how
0: the like people like the number pr- the prime example is like Star Wars. Yes. So where it's like they haven't really done much and then they overcome an obstacle and then there's like a controversy it's Hercules, yeah, it's, and then the it, from time to time, time, if again. you Google like the hero's journey circle or some shit like that, you can see it. it
1: was, there's a whole cycle, and I'm pretty sure Star Wars, Star Wars would pop up. And that right and that cycle has been going on for like almost. To me, that's why I like comic books because this is our version of like paintings on the wall back from the caves mm-hmm. in the time because they've been doing straight like that like. Drawing has always been a part of human history. Mm-hmm. Like everything that we do now, people are like, "Oh, this is dumb." I'm like, "No, this is just another expression of what we've been doing yeah. for the past 12,000 like, years."
0: It's pretty insane like how far we've come to like make shit that's even make this shit that's dumb. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? The fact that something can be this same like media can be dumb and great at the same time. Mm-hmm. So like, it's like Louis C.K. He had a joke to where it's like people complaining on the airplane. It was just like, oh, I can't be on my phone. I don't have service, whatever. Like, and Louis was like, do you not like comprehend that we have these devices that can call somebody miles away mm-hmm. in like a second? Like, mm-hmm. the amount of
1: technology in our hand. Like, and that's <laughs> nothing. And you gotta, and how I look at it, a phone is nothing but smoke signals 12,000 years later. We've always wanted to talk to each other. And Mm -hmm. they even came up with a way to say, hey, man, make this type of smoke say this type of shit. (laughs) Yeah. Because we got to tell these niggas over there that these (laughs) niggas is coming. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I like comic books and then even our expression in movie, Because this is now the next level in, like, comic books. Comic books are still a thing, but now comic books are, like, coming to life. Now there's, like, whole experiences. Mm -hmm. You know? It's a
0: whole, like, that's why the Avengers movies are such, like, an accomplishment. Yes. Because it's, like, they're not my favorite kind of movies, no. but I still love them because of, like, like even in, like, a filmmaking aspect, like, it's still crazy that this is a thing. Like, because I always think, like, we could have lived in any part of time, but we're living in this yes, generation. Yes, I always
1: think. I'm so, we're so, I'm like, man. Like, we are just a blip in the universe. These, and we're going to, Marvel movies in the next... If there's, th- which I'm sure is going to be around the next 500 years, the next 500 years, because mm-hmm. they have, there's another thing about being a comic book thing, like fiction, just in general being fiction. Mm-hmm. Your IP is like limitless. Mm-hmm. Disney owning Marvel makes their IP. Have you seen that diagram of the D- Disney ownership thing?
0: Yeah, where it's like FX. ESPN. And they make fucking, like, they
1: basically make the Disney, like the Mickey Mouse head, and they're like, this big circle is like main Disney stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, the, then there's ears, and they're like, these are like the recent stuff. I can't remember the diagram. I'll mm-hmm. Google it. But it's really crazy. Like, like I know Hulu is like one of the stuff. Yeah, Hulu is one. that's why you get a Disney Plus. Subscription oh, yeah. when you sign up for Hulu now. If you get Disney now. Plus,
0: whatever, you get free Hulu and ESPN Plus. And you
1: think Disney doesn't own, like, and maybe some majority oh, no, of I'm Verizon lying. or something like that? Like, mm-hmm. there's all kinds. Of, those, those, these international, and that's another thing why I give them leeway. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you guys hate them for making these, like, what they say, CGI fans. I know you guys say <laughs> that. Yeah. But it's like. Dude, you gotta fucking we're spoiled when we say that. I'm yeah. Like, yeah, we can be like, yeah, this is a CGI fest and there's some fucking kid and like they're like oh, fuck. like fucking goddamn <laughs> Bangladesh or New Delhi or some shit like that mm-hmm. who saved up for the past six months yeah. to see this movie.
0: And this is like the craziest this shit. This is in the, the world. wildest
1: shit that he's ever seen. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I get what people are saying, like, yeah, it is kinda corny. I always remember that we're spoiled when we say that though. Yeah. Like we're because we're very spoiled. When and you like say that's that.
0: why I always say like when I watch a movie for the first time, like I take it seriously. Yeah. Like even if it's bad, like I'll mm-hmm. still I still know that there's a filmmaker behind it. You that's know what, what I mean?
1: irritated me so much about the kids behind me. I'm like, even though this is a like a Venom movie and I know in the back of my head, I'm like, this is a trash movie. But. It's a B movie, like to the fullest extent. Yeah, like,
0: somebody made this and was like, "This is my product." You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think
1: they made it. Andy and,
0: Andy Serkis directed it. The guy who played uh,
1: Claw in yes, Black Panther. Yes, he did direct it. That yeah. makes sense. I can't believe why I the, remembered that. That's that that makes I do remember that. I remember the little behind the scenes thing I saw. But I do. But that's crazy how. He, I remember him saying, because he's the dude who played Golem in the Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm, yeah. And the reason why they wanted him for Venom is because he did something like that for 15 years. Max. He was like, I was a different person for 15 years. Like, yeah. nonstop. That's yeah. another thing. Like, CGI fest my ass. Lord of the Rings was history changing. Yeah. Like, get that's the f- the, Before the Avengers, like, Lord, that's of the was like, Lord of the Rings was like... love
0: Lord of the Rings. Like, it
1: was history changing. You're like, I'm ne- you've never seen something on that scale like before. Like,
0: Dune. That was Dune.
1: Yes. And I think that's how I
0: described Dune to you. It's like Lord of the Rings, but in space. Yes, yes. I think that's exactly how yes. I put it. It but makes like, sense. But now, lost. after seeing Dune, yeah. literally, it's like even to that scale, mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings, even now, you're like, that shit's Crazy.
1: I I want to every time I see the trilogy, I want to watch I'm like, fuck it. Like that I always think the same shit. I'm like, but that's every movie's three and a half hours.
0: Yeah. I was like, I don't
1: have time. And you know, that's they said that they were shooting that movie for fifteen years like nonstop. There was no breaks. Mm -hmm. There was no like yes, it was it was like and even if it wasn't them directly acting, there was something happening, not yeah. uh, graphics, uh, scouting locations like mm-hmm. audience. If you guys really don't understand the magnitude of how much a movie costs, think about yourself going on vacation and then multiply that times 200 people. Yeah. And then that's the easiest way to describe. And that's just personnel like lodging, food, food. Mm-hmm. Uh, lodging and food. That's and then that's overseas. So you gotta make sure everybody got their passports. Mm-hmm. You have to make sure everybody's vaccinated, and you're
0: paying them.
1: Yeah, like not, this to is vaccinated. Yeah, and this is vaccinated before like COVID nineteen. You still have to have like shots to A go to Africa. Yeah. Shit, yeah, Like they're like, yeah, but it's still you know, it's always kind of been like that. Like yeah, you can't just move about the world yeah. however you want because not everywhere is the same as you.
0: Yeah, like you gotta pay for everything they do.
1: Everything and then, like you said, still pay them. Yeah, you
0: still like you're probably working eight hours a day, yes, and you got to pay them by the hour. Yeah,
1: because then you also get unions, and unions, Mm. then once you go over eight hours in a union job, Mm -hmm. you're like like, like time and a half, boom, yeah, you have to feed them again. You have to, like, when as a businessman, I see why people hate unions,
0: and that's just during filming, yes, you still have posts. You, know? you
1: still have all those. That's why credits are important. The more I've gotten into what we're into, sound, cinematography, yeah. just all of that. I watch the credits a tad bit more. and You're like, oh, there were 32 <laughs> effects people Yeah, from this effects house. Like this entire build, that entire building or wherever they're at, that mm-hmm. entire team decided we're all going to work on this one movie. Yeah. So they have to pay for that, that you're taking up. You know, there's there's by-hour artists out there. You know, like tattoo artists or mm-hmm. a barber. Like if I'm cutting you up or I'm giving you a tat, and it's mm-hmm. eight hours or some shit, I gotta drive. It's gonna cost you some some extra yeah. shit. Yeah,
0: and that's literally part of a movie. Like there's hairstylists, there's um, there's makeup, there's
1: wardrobe, there's so many people that gotta be there daily. And then, so then you have. That's a producer's job and a director's job to also pay attention to just mm-hmm. just to, not to get on the finance part of <laughs> yeah. things. I mean, we don't you, talk about that, it all the time. Uh, but we don't because I think that needs to be addressed. Like, all of this shit will cost money. Mm-hmm. So, And I think I'm kind of going off on a tangent because of, like, this is a creator thing. Like, yeah. pay your fucking yeah. creators. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Pay your fucking creators. I because j- these people who make the stuff that we need... They charge us for this shit. I just, Heavy.
0: I just saw this post on Instagram that I actually shared on my story a few days ago that was, like, it says reasons to not hire a designer, like, a graphic designer. It's, like, don't hire a designer if you're just going to have complete control over it and tell the designer what to do. Like, mm-hmm. that's not... I saw the, that post, yeah. Like, that's not the point of hiring a freelance mm-hmm. creator. Like, mm-hmm. not just graphic design, but anything. Like, if you're trying to hire somebody... Or if you care that much, then just do that shit yourself.
1: At, I love when I. It takes me forever to choose a person, like to say I want you to do this for me. Like asking, man, I will be like, I'll just do that. The, I <laughs> made the covers to the the fucking yeah. my albums myself because yeah. I was like, Nate's busy. Nate's busy, so mm-hmm. I'm just fucking. And that's why uh, I do like- it myself. Like, that's it. That's part of, like, the process. Like, knowing that I could
0: do it, you're still like, I'd rather, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And that's, like, how it is, you know? Yeah. And so, especially, like, as someone who's worked with, you know, other artists mm-hmm. who's, like, oh, make the cover like this or add this. Rather than no, I do it, that. do this. And I'm just like, bro, why are you here? Yeah. Like, that's how I feel. Like, when people are, like, just make it, can you make it like this or make it like this? It's just like, dude, I'm. Not your graphic designer. Mm-hmm. I'm you're paying me to be an artist. Yeah,
1: and so- there's a and I and I was just having this conversation with my boy Ian or Andy as people will n- come to know him. I call him Andy. And yeah, it's as uh, Andy as people will come to know him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's one of those artists that I can already see he has a vision, but I'm trying to teach him. I'm like, that's fine, mm-hmm. but you're gonna have to like relinquish because he's been doing it by himself for so long yeah like you're gonna have to start like letting some of that go and like melding people's visions together mm-hmm. so that's why i talked to my boy john i'm like i need you to do covers for me and i don't give a shit with you <laughs> yeah because i like the way that you make art i don't give a shit yeah when i said hey nate's gonna make the cover for counter me i'm like yeah, fucking. Yeah, it's called like
0: trusting somebody. That's tr- yeah.
1: I gave I g I asked Titi to make the cover art for my podcast. And I asked yeah. him for just one thing. I only said, just make it like a cartoon. That's all I asked. Yeah. Like that's all I care about. After that, I don't give a shit what he's doing. Actually,
0: years ago, or not years ago, in twenty eighteen, when you guys first moved here and we were like, Hey, we should do Brothers and a Brother podcast. Yeah. He came up with, a, I think it might have been before that too, but he came up with a cover. Yes, he did. For Brothers and a Brother. Like the, I, I forgot where, I don't know where that shit is now. I'm but pretty
1: sure I have it saved somewhere because I was like, yeah, that's it right there. That's yeah. cool.
0: It was, I remember it was like a peach color. Yes, and it had shit. like
1: palm things behind it, like palms behind it. Yeah. And then just the font of it was like almost uh varsity.
0: Font. Yeah, it was, it was some shit like that. And I remember it had like a picture of like a something and then like jackie robinson yeah 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 yeah. and then that it was it was dope cover
1: but that's that's why if you if you're somebody out there who runs a business or you're a creative that team thing is like very cool you can go on fiverr or fucking whatever the shit yeah. you know, skillshare you can do all of that stuff i have skillshare and you yeah, know what i, I realized do. doing it I said I'd rather just hire somebody to fuck up. because this <laughs> yeah. is a lot because I, w- I enjoy supporting creators. If you're good at mm-hmm. your job, I want you to be able to like someday and, retire in life. And
0: that's what I've been doing like with Skillshare. Like I love like learning about it, but it's still like I'm gonna hire somebody. Yes. Especially like as a as a director, like I need to hire a cinematographer. Like mm-hmm. obviously like I can do it and I know what I want, but I have to find a photographer that gets it and is able to Operate the camera. You it's know what I ba- mean?
1: It's a, you have to look at your brain. The more I think, it'll tell me, I'm like, you gotta look at your brain like a computer. A computer gets tired sometimes. Mm-hmm. The computer's fan starts running if it's doing a bunch mm-hmm. of stuff. You remember LimeWire and shit like that. Beyond the fucking viruses, that mm-hmm. was a very like CPU heavy program because down, it's downloading in the background constantly. Mm-hmm. you up trying to do a bunch of shit by yourself, your books your fucking promotion, mm-hmm. your, your whatever you do and you're trying to do that main thing and then everything around it to make it a legitimate business, mm. that is exhausting. Yeah. And people who act like it's not, go fuck yourself. Yeah. This whole hustle hard shit. Like, yes, it's true. Sometimes you do have to do it by yeah. yourself. We're saying that right now. Sometimes you gonna have to do it by yourself. Mm-hmm. And you may not be su- I wasn't super happy with the covers, but yeah. I was like, you know what? it speaks but to the project. Yes, yeah. and I'm like, it speaks to the project. I even showed you, you get a second opinion sometimes, be like, mm. hey, I know this isn't like the greatest, but what do you think? You're like, oh yeah, shit, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, whatever, dude, you know? Yeah. So, so if you guys are doing it by yourself, get your team is so and fucking important. And there's
0: even times where it's like, I'll expect you to say it's not good, but yes. I'll, still, I'll still like it, yes. and I'll still be like, hey, what do you think? Mm-hmm. And I know you're going to say you don't like it, but it's like once you say no, nah, I'm not really feeling it. It's like okay, yes. But at least I know what I know where what, I'm at. That's
1: like, that's that's called having like a. Uh, I don't want to call it like a mind for your audience, but it's almost um, it's kind of I see it like in music, like when the producer and the rapper link up, mm-hmm. and how they just like, like how Metro and Future just sometimes Uh-oh. they just click. You're like, and I can't explain it as a producer. I can't explain it more than like. Y'all niggas are just in sync. You're on the yeah. same wavelength. And it's truly like a vibe thing. I hate to say that word. Yeah, the Metro, but like tru- Metro
0: and 21, like have it. It's
1: uh-huh. something that when they get, that's not a I email you beats type of. Yeah, like, oh, send of, something. No, just, that is a, we are in there together making this from sounds from crazy. scratch, from beginning. And it, you see, it really, that's way people are we like, oh, that's why music back in the day was better. It's like or like it's only because yeah. they had to go to the studio mm-hmm. if i gotta be with somebody <laughs> i gotta act a certain way you can't just come in there acting like a fucking diva yeah. all the time that's when there were only certain divas at a time mm-hmm. but now that everybody's mr fucking i got changed well i'm speaking for hip-hop now everybody's mr fucking i got Chains, that could have
0: been the downfall of huncho jack maybe
1: i Because we talk about that all the time. They were both working on something separately at this. You burned yourselves out. Yeah. Your energy was. I think that's
0: pre Culture 2. Absolutely. Post Astral World? That that wasn't after Astral World.
1: punch jack No, no, no. That
0: was pre Astral World and that was pre Culture 2.
1: But we both know that Culture 2 and Astral World were being worked on for like three years before that. Yeah. They they had I think Culture 2 Had like 300 songs Recorded for it And they picked out That's... Their 27 songs That they <laughs> fucking chose yeah. Out of the goddamn For the project And we still talking about How that album Is still too long Like it's, it's, I know, still haven't I Heard still the whole haven't, haven't, haven't,
0: I don't think I mean I might play Culture 2 all the way through And be like Yeah I've heard Every single one of these But none of them like really like I don't remember or rememberable yeah except for like Emoji A Chain
1: and Emoji A Chain
0: I remember we were really and uh Bam Bitches Only yeah but that one was, we really wanted a video for that
1: song cause their videos I really videos, wanted BBO
0: their videos were fire like stir, the Stir Walk Fry it
1: Like I Talk It yeah
0: the Stir Fry video probably the greatest ever that's probably the greatest music video when
1: I tell you I'm not gonna we're not gonna do that right.
0: we're now. not even talking movies right yeah, now
1: yeah I'm not saying we're not gonna do that right now uh but get that team and that's why you talk about it so often how a movie is the most collaborative effort that exists on the planet mm-hmm. because as a person who does music that's only a part of a movie a mm-hmm. very large part so i was telling y'all about when we went to omega and then there was one time i think warner bros was there and they were recording an orchestra and I re- and you know what I remember vividly being in school and like building anxiety in my head <laughs> about being in the studio. Yeah. Because the stories that they were tell were so like Jesus.
0: Christ, oh, there was some dude. shit about the Star Wars, right? The guy who's rec- the guys who recorded Star Wars, the the score.
1: Oh, no, that was um this, the board that we used was the oh, board that they the used for star wars i can't imagine so that touching though. those faders is kind of like obviously that's why i'm like jerking off on <laughs> star wars when i watch star wars it's the sound that i'm looking i'm that's like i can't so- believe i touched that fucking board but anyway but also it's knowing that how do i explain the mics each you don't give every person a mic because it's kind of hard to do that many inputs. You only have like 128. Like I have, We're using two microphones right now, so yeah. that's two inputs. Imagine that times 64 people. Mm-hmm. So two microphones per person. Then you got some overhead catching like the uh, ambient noise and shit. Yeah. So that collaboration alone. And like
0: ADRs. When
1: you're talking about anxiety... Because you have the conductor who's getting paid like one eighty five an hour, these people out there are getting paid like seventy five an hour. Mm -hmm. And you got four engineers. They said it would take four engineers to run an orchestra because one person is like checking for making sure that everybody's hitting their Mm -hmm. notes. And then he's going into pro tools and like making notes like this is where this changes and this is where this changes.
0: That's why now people have just gone to one person.
1: Like it's Having fucking, uh, I can't, I'm, I'm, I'm drawing a blank, Hans Zimmer. Yeah. Having Hans Zimmer and those sounds that I, remember I told you that was those. Yeah. Long, oh, yeah. Long, I was like, yeah, these are the things the that signature he signature fucking. When I saw him use those sounds, I said, oh, yeah, y'all got me. Your marketing got me. Because <laughs> he was like, because he said, even if I'm not, because he normally does use those and then goes and uses a live. Yeah, yeah. Because Live is always better. I don't I can't tell you why mm-hmm. live is always better. But something like Dune is probably one or two people. Yeah. Like just Blade Runner
0: for sure was.
1: Yeah, just one person with sense in the room, two people tops. Mm-hmm. You know? But that that goes to show you the collaboration is a very high level and it's all I guess when they say artist objective, that is true. But not yeah. when it comes to movies, I don't think. Uh,
0: half and half, I'd say, because it is subject. It's still art, you know. But I think that's where, where we still, still, me
1: and you, still get like not butt heads. And but I'm like, I just can't see it. Like how you see it, like painting, and I see it like how I'm explaining it. Yeah. Yes. I, see I think it, we just talked
0: about that Yeah, la- last, last episode. Yeah, I'm
1: pretty sure we, we just, we, again, we talk about how you see it as painting. Mm-hmm. I think you know about the stuff in the background, mm-hmm. but that's not your, you look at the collaboration as a whole when you watch a movie, mm-hmm. and I still see, like, the boom guy in the back. That's, that's how, all I still <laughs> see. Like, there's some fucking dude back there holding his mic for a little fucking Zendaya to say nothing. Mm-hmm. He's just sitting there.
0: I like, catch your breathing with catch a her recorder
1: <laughs> on his hip and he's like fuck
0: i always imagine i'm waiting for the day i see rob with the headphones and he's holding it and he's like adjusting his hip like looking down just listening <laughs> i've have it, done it
1: having a panic attack <laughs> they, they make they make you do it man no megan remember i told you we shot a commercial but i was because i was the only one in my class for that section of school right. I had to do everything by myself. So I had to shoot it. I set up the tripod. I did the boom. So Mm -hmm. I'm sitting here like, Mark, I got the fucking uh, slate. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting here like, so that's why even doing this podcast, I'm like, I really do hope it leads to movies because I remember doing that. And I'm like, oh, I think I could do this for Mm a living. Like, this is fun. Like, I realized in that moment that making movies was fun. Yeah, Not watching them, making them, I'm like, and then you realize that there's fucking, you gotta send these files out to people. Yeah. You have to like, keeping a movie file, movie files organized is probably one of it's the hardest things. It's way too much. for Oh you. my god.
0: Like, ah, oh, that's so, because I always think about like audio mixing and people who are heavy on like certain filmmakers like Robert Altman or even the Safdie Brothers who are mm-hmm. like heavy on mixing yes. where they mix in like Dolby Atmos and shit mm-hmm. like that where and I forget what like Paul Thomas Anderson's another one where like even if you watch Uncut Gems on the right speaker mm-hmm. it's like the craziest thing in the world
1: yeah and it and for I know we talk a lot about sound mm-hmm. as like the resident audio guy I want to explain like why Dolby is so crazy it's like Insane. Dolby, you I guys, think we saw
0: Shang-Chi in Dolby.
1: Yeah, and we just saw Venom in Dolby just now.
0: Yeah, I saw last night in Soho a couple of weeks ago. In Dolby. Yeah,
1: and it makes a it's a it's not just bass like it's, it immerses it's, you into a in a spatial arena. That's mm-hmm. Dolby sound. Mm-hmm. Like you guys, people watching, you know, if you don't, if you just watch your TV without a sound bar, that's like that's like two point one yeah. sound. That's basically what that is. There's a 2.1 is basically like every fucking That's like your everyday. TV. Yeah, that's everything. That's just left and right channels. We're t- Dolby, you're talking about 7 channels, 9 channels. So you're talking about left, right, left center, top left, bottom. I so there's a the, speaker, the
0: one, the one that we the I think that's the only one around really that Dolby theater. Mm-hmm. Um that one's like
1: 7.1. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, so there you can feel it cuz the bass there's, like, a center channel, and then mm-hmm. there's, like, a base. Dude,
0: so, I was watching Last Night in Soho. Literally, I thought someone was talking behind me. Yeah. I was about to be like, yo, what the... Yo, shut the fuck up. But it's literally, I'm watching the movie, but there's people, like, talking over there. And I, that's... It literally tricked me. That's the yes. first time I've ever been tricked by it. Because usually I'm like, damn, that's good mixing. But literally was so good, I thought someone was talking behind
1: me. Yeah. And that is, and that is dynamic mixing. That's what you call that. Like, you're making... Pete you guys, I'm telling you, messing your senses as a human being, enhancing those. That's why people like fucking movies. That's why you like music. Mm-hmm. You're and you're you're uh you're stroking these senses in like a non like survival way. That's how I look at it. Like your mm-hmm. brain is you're allowing your brain to not be fucking like, oh I'm driving or I'm like working or I'm fucking mm-hmm. like surviving or just like in hearing general. An, like hearing an ambulance. Carrying Tear- so. an ambulance. Like you I really think people don't know like so people who've been somewhere where they're super, they're super quiet like mm-hmm. it's just like dumb quiet where you're <laughs> like what well, if that anxiety you feel yeah. That's because you have no idea that your brain's been taking in city noise. And that's why horror
0: movies, where they do the jumps, that's how they get you with the jumps. Yes. Because like they even mix it to make silent. it silent. Yeah. They
1: mix it to make it like you can hear the compression. like It like there's sucks like the sound up.
0: It's crazy how that works.
1: And it sucks. That's why I didn't like Insidious. I was like, oh, God, guys. You guys are cheating, dude. Yeah. This is bullshit. Like you can't mix like that. That's mm-hmm. not fair. And I know we're going off on like a tech tangent, yeah, yeah, yeah. but Venom.
0: Back it, to Venom. It's important though. Sound is, is, is the most is the most important part of. I'm
1: I know a lot of people that listen to this are creatives. Like we have people who listen to this who do creative things. Mm-hmm. So I, I like to remind. Like I think there's always you can always find correlations in any type of art form, mm-hmm. like. That's why I kind of don't. I know people are like, oh, there's like an art form in the finance. It's like, relax, guy. There's an algorithm. You're like, okay, what are you, the chill, devil? Yeah, like, chill <laughs> out, dude. But like, there's, a, you can always find some type of, <laughs> what are you, the devil? That's, I was trying to keep going. <laughs> there's an art form in finance. Yeah, calm down. Okay, okay, wait a minute. I almost got like, you know, but it's <laughs> so when you, I love seeing right. how art <laughs> always overlaps. How comedians always have this weird relationship with hip-hop. How hip-hop always has this crazy relationship with dancing. How mm-hmm. uh, dancing has this crazy relationship with, like, movies. Mm-hmm. Like, it all like, it, revolves it, it, around. Are, everybody is, and you usually have people in most of these people and inside these circles. movies with hip-hop. Yes. Movies with hip-hop, there's become this, like, If it wasn't symbiosis. for hip-hop,
0: it, I, like, this is a fact. Like, if it wasn't for hip-hop, the movie Scarface wouldn't be popular. Yes, because in the eighties, Scarface wasn't shit. But then in the early nineties, when people started like remaking the music videos, mm-hmm. kind of like that, or really Biggie did it, mm-hmm. and uh, then, they was like, "This
1: nigga's a real gangster."
0: <laughs> and so, but then that's why people, a lot of people don't know, like Scarface is obviously one of the most popular movies ever,
1: but it's a cult movie. That's why they were watching it in paid in full. That scene. Thank you for saying that because that scene was real. When he when Ace Boogie was giving that monologue, he was like Scarface just came out this summer and he was like niggas is going crazy over this shit. Mm -hmm. Like in black neighborhoods and probably in like Harlem and D.C., especially at the height of the fucking crack crack era. era. Like come on. And niggas was making money with people. I You don't know how many stories (laughs) you hear of people from D.C. I've heard it personally where they're like I went from – Holes in my shoes. Yeah, to three hundred dollars, four hundred dollars, like a day. Mm-hmm. And they're like that's chump change compared to what some people were making. Chump change when you're talking about like the big kingpins from yeah. the crack era. We these people were making a million dollars a day.
0: Because mm-hmm. at first, Scarface was X-rated because that scene where he chops off the guy's head with a chainsaw yeah. in like a bathroom. That was originally in the movie where they showed it, but then they had to cut it out and now it's rated R and all mm-hmm. the shit. That's a super violent movie. Yes! But it, the reason why, like, it just wasn't shown because it was, like, glorifying, you know, dealing drugs.
1: It was glorifying, you know, killing people and all that shit. But obviously now, like... And, and that's why Ace Boogie said, we didn't see it that way. In the movie, he's like, we didn't see it that way. Mm-hmm. We saw... Some dude who fucking came up in America. Bro, nothing, bro. We saw a dude who came off the boat and came up and said, I'm rich now. And there's people who I don't give a fuck about. Lo- when you're a person of color, I don't give a fuck about law and order. hmm Because that shit don't apply to us. Mm-hmm. So if I can get a fucking mansion, because if I had a regular job, you would never pay me enough or give me the position to be able to afford a house like that, mm-hmm. especially in the fucking eighties. Mm-hmm. If bro,
0: if you watch Scarface, nothing will make you more motivated, bro. Come on now, like
1: I don't because it's mm-hmm. not about. And I've even learned that from my cousins, my younger cousins, because like, they do a lot of like trap music. And mm-hmm. I'd be like, "Yo, why are you like?" Because I'm you were like five years apart, so there's enough of a gap where I'm like. My generation, we didn't really talk about, like, doing the stuff that you, you do. Mm-hmm. You just do the thing and then, like, stunt. But you don't say, I do this. You don't say, I sell weed on a song. <laughs>
0: Bobby Sparta style. Yeah, yeah, you don't
1: say, I kill somebody. We just, but there's enough of a gap where they're like, well, when we say trap, that's not what we mean. We mm-hmm. just mean trap music. Trapping, Tra- is, just, use it. trapping mm-hmm. is just like, even, even T I was explained. he was like, he changed it. He was like, I made trapping just like, you getting it. Like, you going after it, like you trapping 24 you are hustling like that's that's our cult. that's hip hop yeah. that's like but everybody white black brown anybody can understand trapping like you can understand like i'm trapping mm-hmm. like I, you can understand i'm getting to it
0: yeah yeah yes, absolutely but yeah shout out scarface that i haven't watched that movie in a minute i actually remember in like last, or this year, but in like January.
1: Long ass movie,
0: too. I remember watching it like early as fuck in the morning. hmm And I was like, it was one of those movies where like, for me, like I woke up super early and I was like, I'm going to put on a movie so I can just go back to sleep. But I put on Scarface and I stayed up the whole fucking movie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God. The same shit just happened recently. I put on Gladiator because it's on Netflix. hmm Long ass movie. But I put it on. It was like three or four in the morning. Mm -hmm. And I put it on, and I was like, oh, shit, this is a great fucking movie.
1: Like, I miss those movies. I miss those movies from, like, the two, from, like, 98 to, like, 2005. That was, like. Weird era. That was, like, the flip in effects Mm -hmm. to where it went from, like, Spawn, which was, like, what, 96, where it was, like, super cheesy. Yeah. Where it was, like, Jesus. Like, even back then (laughs) where you're, like, this is bad. (laughs) You're, like
0: trying to close your yeah, eyes yeah you're almost, like, like man
1: this is just <laughs> yeah you're just like this is completely unbelievable to gladiator where you're like is that a fucking lion in there <laughs> yeah it's brad pitt in there with a fucking lion and mm-hmm. they're like no way he's in there with the lion yeah that's when the effects started like changing <laughs> then you had the matrix where you're like did this nigga just dodge a bullet this is a dodge a bullet yeah like the green of, screen from the Matrix was next level yeah. green screening.
0: Crazy. Bro. Next level if green screening. If you watch the Matrix, all of it's believable. Like, even the shit with the spoon bending and shit like you that. You
1: swear to God that you can bend a spoon. I stood <laughs> at the spoon for 30 minutes one time after that. I was like 10. So I had time to stare at the spoon for 30 minutes. I said, I, you thought it was moving. It's like, oh, no, you're about to pass out. And like seventh, it is. Or
0: I think it was 7th or 8th grade, my math teacher. Her name, her name was, she's probably not with us anymore. But her name was Miss McLean or something like How that. How old was she? Probably in her late 60s.
1: Why would you think she's
0: dead? That was like almost 10 years ago.
1: She's like 70. <laughs> you never know, bro. <laughs> Like ten years ago. I mean, COVID. She might not be with us anymore. I mean, COVID. COVID. That's a good save. That's fair. That's fair. But she was like, <laughs> she might not. She's not like ninety. <laughs> I mean, seventy seems like a right, the right age how to go. Old? Like
0: sixty something. But anyways, not the point.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> um, she had a shirt. So like, I I would watch The Matrix when I was young. Obviously, no idea what it's about. I just thought the action was dope. Yeah, right. <laughs> everybody. Thought that, that was everybody, right? Yeah. All right, so um but my teacher she had a shirt that said there is no spoon so i asked her right <laughs> so i asked her what does that mean and she was like okay do you have like 4 hours to spare
1: when you said <laughs> what does that mean i was like that's a loaded question that's- <laughs> That's like your kid asking you what sex is or some you're shit. You're like, all right. <laughs> sit down. Are you ready for me to crack your skull the fuck open? Yeah, because her Cause shirt it was dope. 12. It had
0: like the Matrix font with like the green like glow or mm-hmm. whatever. It said there is no spoon. But looking back, I was like, that was a dope shirt. Like, but, <laughs> yeah. but, um, but yeah. That's all I have to say about The Matrix.
1: Yeah. We, go, we talk about The Matrix a lot. Because there, there, a lot of these movies, when we go on these CGI fests, these movies, well, not CGI, I like to say special effects. <laughs> yeah. Special effects isn't always just CGI. There's special a lot of like- Special effects is like
0: Rick Baker, like Planet of the Apes shit. Like, like
1: there's a lot of like practical effects that you have to like- Yeah. Even the mixture, them together. Yeah. You have to put them together to like Mandalorian. Like people
0: don't realize there's CGI in Uncut Gems. You know what I mean? Oh shit. Yeah real shit there's a Oh part- they
1: do it on the street don't they, they the it- whole street scene is TGI
0: in the gym and uh there's a part really deep cut part where uh the guy comes in he was just like oh these guys came in they were they were asking for you they're fucking fucking around with me they ruined my shirt whatever and remember Adam Sandler was like here just take my shirt it's Gucci mm-hmm. or whatever and uh, he's looking or and he's like unpacking the fish and everything and when he's looking in the gym And he looks back up, and he's like, holy shit, I'm going to come. When he says that line, if you look closely, his eyes get small. Like, literally, his eyeballs, like, everything gets, like, super small. Like, go it's on Netflix, so go look at that scene where he's like, holy shit, I'm going to come. And there's, like, it stays on his face for, like, two extra seconds. Mm -hmm. And in those two seconds, his eyes get really small. And that's what I noticed, like, from watching it. I was like, oh, shit, they actually have, like...
1: And and that's tastefully, like make me not know. i'm sure there were probably parts of shang chi that were cgi and we were yeah like, we
0: didn't even fucking. Know. we didn't catch it like, like there's their CGI. dragon
1: is like obvious yeah there's
0: cgi and parasite that's the street where the whole like half like the whole
1: background is all like uh, yes green yes. screen yeah because when you hear about like avengers when they're like yeah that was shot in new york but you can't like Copyright. It was laws one and, block. Yeah, he had like copyright laws and shit like that. There's like there's so much that goes. Mm-hmm. I really love talking about the collaboration of effort of movies <laughs> because I'm also like a process fan. I like when shit comes because my life and my life when I make plans, the shit always <laughs> falls apart. Yeah. So when you see something like a movie, can you imagine how many people's fl- plans fall apart throughout that, and then mm-hmm. somebody has to like. Shuffle something yeah. This person got sick This person did this This yeah. person's not here Fucking uh, Robert Fucking De Niro Fucking this, this person
0: died in 9-11
1: This person died in 9-11 This person literally died in the middle of shooting From a stunt we R.I.P.
0: did
1: Some people get This person got shot By Alec Baldwin On set And their movie's still gonna come
0: out Wild That ruins the movie Because they that's shot the cinematographer That's that,
1: That's crazy that's why, the, but or that's he shot why, the cinematographer. I must say that. That's why you people consider like Hollywood they're like they're not callous. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that are depending on this movie coming out. Yeah.
0: Real. That's
1: a hey, the show for y'all. I didn't hear that She said that show. That saying the show must go on is real. It's you can apply that it to is, anything it, in life. It is harsh, but it like, is. But, but like. Is facts, it's I, and and people who and that's kind of why I don't like. Not to get political, but that's why I kind of don't like the the uh the vaccine people who are like the world should still be shut down It's like relax there, guy. Like, like all right, dude. <laughs> it's like, did you not see that we literally almost like as a country went bankrupt? It was yeah. almost like it was like. <laughs>
0: they kill yourself
1: yeah it's (laughs) like people are dying and it's like yeah man people die every day like i'm sorry but the show must go on like fuck dude i'm sorry the vaccine is out and you people are still getting sick and you want to shut schools back down people are like oh there's numbers rising we should shut no 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 (laughs) yeah no no people got shit to do yeah i'm sorry but it's time to and that's, the, that's literally the way that's why I like movies as collaboration efforts, because that's life in the nutshell. yeah It's like, hey dude, people are going to watch the movie regardless mm-hmm. whether y'all fucking like get on with it or not. Mm-hmm. That's just like life And like, that's hey, why
0: people like because of the pandemic, like when it has to do with like filmmakers, a lot of people believe like since there's a slight decline of Marvel movies and there's a slight decline of. You know, just like really popular besides Dune, but mm-hmm. like that like a lot of these art house movies are really getting more of a stage because they are waiting for theaters. Like mm-hmm. Marvel puts their shit on you know, Disney Plus or yeah. whatever, yeah. you know, or that's why Eternals is like, that's like, the, like only right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. hmm And uh, i And of, because
1: it's again it's the experience. If I'm I i want to see Eternals and Not yeah, I it's I it's wonder a, what you know that they put money into them.
0: Yeah. And like now, just about Eternals. I just want to say, like, it's gonna be. I I feel like it's gonna be hit or miss. Yeah. Because I was just telling Mendel, I was like, they're gonna introduce like ten characters in one movie. That's hard.
1: I think yeah. they're gonna. I think it's gonna be one of those things where they're gonna introduce ten characters, but only like two of them are gonna be like. Oh, they're like the main, the main people that continue on from the probably what's his name, Rob Stark, the Superman style guy, the one who flies and has laser beams oh, going okay, out his okay. eye, because he's handsome. He's young, the you know. Fucking, you ha- he looks like he even. You know what he is now. He's definitely the new Captain America. What's his name?
0: Ken Huntington.
1: That's his name. I don't know. The. If Rock that's Stark? it, yeah. If that's it, that's great. No, John, John Snow. John, John, John Snow. That's okay. what I'm talking about. You're talking about John Snow. He's going to definitely continue on because he's a face. People know. Dude, him. he's a great actor. Kid Harrington. Harrington. What did I say? Ken Harry. Yeah, you oh. were close. K something. He's, Dude, I want to see him in, in more movies. Yeah, You're going to see him in more movies. Because he's in a Marvel. That's also <laughs> another thing. These people have resumes. You're like, oh, I was in a Marvel. Paperboy is rich now.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. He was in Joker, and now he's in fucking, what's it called? He
1: was in Godzilla. Oh, yeah. Terrible movie, but he was in <laughs> it.
0: And Godzilla vs. King Kong. Yes. Super dope. Shout out to Paperboy. I don't know his name.
1: Uh his name is
0: He's really good too. Dude he that, is really good. That one
1: episode with his mom. Dude. Can I tell you something? His mom actually passed away yeah. in real life. So that's why the that episode was. That was right was so... after
0: the that episode was shot after his mom died. Like that week.
1: His mom is my homeboy's aunt. So that was no like fucking yeah. way. So when he was when like When he
0: watched that episode, what happened?
1: He was, oh, he was, he called her, he called her something. I don't want to say it on here. He called her something, but he was like, he, when he put the episode, he was just like, that shit hit me. Like,
0: I'm a big Lakeith Stanfield fan. So obviously like the, the Teddy Perkins uh, episode is my favorite, but like literally that episode where his mom passed away,
1: him on that couch gets me every time,
0: dude. When the lights are on and the mom's singing, and then she goes, the the singing fades away, and then the lights turn off, mm-hmm. and then he wakes up.
1: He oh, wait, just, that's the
0: beginning of the episode, is and, just,
1: and you're like, "This nigga," and then the ratchet ass chick he with, those, sh- and
0: he's so fed up. The like,
1: cinematography of that made you feel his like frustration yeah. just the entire time. He was just and fed up with. I, I life. think
0: on one of the earlier, like the early early episodes. I mentioned the shot where he's in the forest. Yes, and it's like a bird's eye view, and it's zooming out, like yes, it's going you did up. Did mention that in an
1: early episode,
0: and yes. that is the best shot I've ever seen because of like how lost he is. Like seeing all these trees that he's surrounded by, and it's just going up, and the trees just keep going and going and going.
1: Because we, when we would drive to DC from Florida, that Alabama, Georgia, that part. I think we underestimate how big the United States is. Yeah, like these are these are like acres and acres and people. These are acres and acres and acres of just like woods. Mm-hmm. You can get lost in America and never be found again,
0: mm-hmm.
1: ever again. Like
0: even driving from here to L. A. Like how much you can desert get lost.
1: There? Like you know how much desert there is. If I bear, if I just walk, and I could drive like fifty miles south through that desert and still hit nothing. Nothing, mm. fifty, hundred miles. I could drive and just still be in the middle of the fucking desert mm-hmm. in oh, the United hot. States of America. Yeah, they record again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so it's it's crazy, you know. So that's that shot does
0: where the trees just keep going when
1: you can connect when you can connect the fact that there is that magnitude of jo- driving through georgia and i saw that shot i'm like oh yeah i've thought about that driving through there like what if i had to What remember, if my car broke down and i had to walk somewhere yeah
0: because i remember seeing that shot and like literally i was like that's art because mm-hmm. like no, like he's literally lost in the episode but like the whole like mental thing where like how lost he is without
1: his mother like I was. It made me cry. Like, I saw oh, yeah. that shot. and I, I was, welled up. And I was like. No, I welled up with the knife at his neck. And mm-hmm. the dude had the knife at his neck, dude, I welled up. I was like. He dude, just, whoever that
0: hobo was, mm-hmm. like, that speech he gave,
1: mm-hmm. I
0: forgot exactly what he said, but I just know if that, those words were to be repeated right now, I would have been like, or the only people who sleep are dead. Mm-hmm. And I was like. Damn. But he went on a whole big speech and I was yeah, like he, did. he was saying some real shit. But then like And
1: then it's creepy because you're just in the middle of yeah, the fucking woods. He's
0: literally wearing the tinfoil hat and everything, like
1: just fucking terrifying. And then you're sitting here, then he holds a knife to your neck, and then you get up and he's still standing there as if he was never talking to you in the first place. And then you end up at it's the so, gas... So dude,
0: that that show is so surreal. But Real at the same at time. The,
1: that's what exactly like you do the little thing like the invisible charger, like,
0: yeah.
1: and they're like, "Oh, it's set in the alternate universe." The commercials, that entire episode, the Swisher Sweet commercials. Because I was confused when I first saw those commercials.
0: I love the the Justin Be- the the black Justin Bieber.
1: That's he was like he turned his hat forward, and they were like, "Oh, <laughs> oh my God!" He turned his hat forward. Mm-hmm. He's a Christian kid now, <laughs> and it's. If and it's such like a you kind of have to be up on pop culture to understand why all of those episodes are like yeah funny. it's, it's
0: kind of topical a little bit
1: yes it's deep and topical at this because then there's episodes with like uh vanessa and her drug test yeah that were so relatable <laughs> and she just tried i literally thought about that though today i was like she was just trying to do the right fucking thing and y'all fire her. That's some bullshit, dog. I was yeah, mad. Yeah. Because she was like, hey, man, I smoke weed. I'm sorry. And they were like, no, I got to fire you because we don't give a shit, but I got to fire you because you told me. And I was like, that's some government-ass shit right there. Dude. Oh, that made me yeah, so just thinking about mad. this, I was like, that's because that's what would really fucking happen. That's what it? really... That's life. Yeah. They were talking about... I was listening to... Uh, Tom Segura today, and he was talking about com- comedians love Seinfeld. Don't understand no. the show. People still say it's hilarious. I don't get it, but I, they I, they were talking like about it. the season finale. <laughs> I, I need to watch it again, or maybe get past like the first season, because you know you know how I am. So mm-hmm.
0: I just love Larry David. Like he's a genius. So now, he, the, anything he writes is fucking bold. that show. Mm-hmm.
1: What's this show called?
0: Curb Your Enthusiasm.
1: Hilarious. Yeah, I think I like that because there's like cussing and stuff yeah once you add that reality aspect that's probably what it is is like when i see side Sy- excuse me not i'm not gonna say every black person but i know back in the day a lot of the complaints were like how the fuck this motherfucker live in manhattan mm-hmm. with how do y'all y'all just these rich y'all just always like your shit mm-hmm. just comes together magically <laughs> and then like literally simultaneously down the street yeah. there's like 400 murders Mm-hmm. so that, again that's just coming from a black background we yeah. have those kind of outlooks on shows like that yeah but they said that the end of the show i don't they say the season finale i don't they didn't say what it was but they're like that's comedy movies like when the person doesn't have a happy ending mm-hmm. like that's life that's the thing of comedy is like yeah there is no like the happy ending is not real yeah that's not a real thing. Like, people think, like, I kind of think that about people when they get married. They mm-hmm. think that after the wedding, then the man's just going to magically become mm-hmm. like, this, not better person. He's probably mm-hmm. already good, but like, something's supposed to like, yeah. go up. And it's supposed to only go up, up, up from the wedding. Yeah. And it's like, no, no, you might have a foreclosure. Somebody's mm-hmm. going to lose their job. Yeah. You're going to get in a car accident. Somebody's going to get sick. Something's going to challenge real life. Yeah. Like, this is real. Like, and some people go 20 years and not have a real life moment. Yeah. We know people like that where you're like, oh, wait a minute. You, you never haven't had any obstacles ever. Nothing <laughs> in life. Had, you never had a dad or You're like, no, all my family, my family's all alive. You're like, I don't understand that. I don't get that. You're like, you have a dad? <laughs> <laughs> like, you got a fucking dad, B? you're like i literally asked you that i'm like you got a dad? and they were like yeah like, what's I'm that like, like i'm like god <laughs> damn dude i'm like your whole life is different because of your dad you're like and damn, tell- that's crazy <laughs> like that's wild i wish i had a dad <laughs> but anyway but it is true so it's like those people think i think when we watch movies Sometimes you can kind of see that these Hollywood types who we know come from, like, L.A. and shit. It's like, you're the one writing this movie. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes for them, that's how life kind of goes. Like, it might not be till they're 60 when they're not cool anymore. Mm -hmm. And they're like, why am I not getting work in Hollywood? And it's like, (laughs) yeah, Because you're not fucking
0: cool. (laughs) Yeah, like,
1: nobody gives a shit what you're saying. That's why, motherfucker. Like
0: You know who I feel? You know who I feel that way about? Fucking Sam Levinson, Barry Levinson's son.
1: Who's Sam Levinson?
0: Barry Levinson's son. He's a director. And he fucking made Malcolm and Marie. And
1: oh, is, oh, yeah. You do talk about him a lot. I fucking You say hate that about the story. You're like, the story is, is him. him
0: fucking complaining about a reporter that left a bad review on his first movie. And it's like, bro, you're the fuck. Your dad is Barry Levinson. Like, what the fuck do you have to complain about? And it's like, you made Euphoria, bro. And he's about to make another show with The Weeknd. He's about to make his show. I forgot what it was called. I think it's called The Did
1: I. He run? Does he run in that like circle or something like that? What? Like the weekends and day uh, like that.
0: The teenage shit? That teenage yeah. hip,
1: hip sad boy circle.
0: Yeah, probably. Fucking Malcolm and Marie, if it was directed by anybody else, it would probably be good. That's what I'll, all I'm going to say. Yeah, like, take that script and those actors and the cinematographer. Different director. Any director. Have you seen Assassination Nation? No. That's, that's a the mouthful. Re- that's the review that uh, LA Weekly journalist did a bad review on. And then Sam Levinson made Malcolm and Marie. Because the movie's about, you know, fucking he's a director. And he's complaining to his wife that oh, fucking, this reporter left a bad review and fucking this. He's basically getting his shit off through this movie. And it's like, dude, that's a waste of a movie. That's a waste of talent from fucking JDW and fucking Zendaya. Yeah, he
1: yeah. definitely looks like a little bitch, like a little crybaby. I'd fuck him up,
0: bro. I swear to God. He
1: looks like a little crybaby. Like, like if you saw him in the club and you heard him talking behind you, <laughs> you'd be like, oh, this fucking dude sucks, man. Like, <laughs> God damn.
0: But, um. Uh, what were we talking about? Oh, people who have no obstacles. In life. Yes,
1: yes, yes. That's yeah. what it is. But, and how that how that causes like these vapid art forms sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I think that's also sometimes where I get annoyed with people where they're like, oh, this is so good. And it's like, is it really? Is it though? <laughs> like, it, are you following?
0: Yeah, because there's people who, I'll say it right now, but like there's people who like, because, you know, obviously, I really love movies. <laughs> yeah. But there's people who watch movies, too, or, like, we'll go... There's been a time where I've went to the movies with somebody, and then the movie ended, and then they tried talking in the same, like, vocabulary as that, that I do on this podcast. Yes, yes, yes. And, like, they don't know. I can tell they don't know mm-hmm. what they're talking about.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's just, like, are you trying to like, impress me or relate or, like... Because I can tell that's not how they talk. Mm -hmm. I've never, like, heard this person talk before. But it's, like... And that happens pretty often. I guess that's kind of... That comes with it. You know, doing a podcast about movies. Like, people... If people know you're really into movies and you have, like, a high standard...
1: They want to get it out. You want to go, like, I want to tell you everything about movies that I love. (laughs) And 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 it's, like, (laughs) bro, like, chill out. (laughs) I want to tell you everything. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. but that's also like being a producer where they're like oh dude you should listen to this guy you're like yeah dude i make music i don't listen to him. yeah like, i'm a creator not a consumer like i people don't i don't think people understand that when you you we can when you do what we do we consume for like study not so much it's like not like enjoying
0: like yeah i mean i guess that's a burden but it's it like it is
1: a burden <laughs> i can never listen to music the same again. yeah
0: watching movies fucking sucks now dude because, like, blows. because when there's a bad movie, you're like, if it, if I didn't know the things I knew, like it would be good. But it's like I know these things, so it's like now I, it's just it just stands out like a sore thumb. I
1: literally like, thought that watching Venom, I said because of the movies that I've been watching and ingesting now, I know what good for the past, acting like, looks like. Six months. I think. Yes, oh. I know what good acting is now, and like, mm. I was like, oh, this movie is just a B movie. Yeah. Like, I was just, he did write a lot of it, which makes it not, which made it, that's probably why it felt rushed. Because you're an actor, Tom Hardy. Yeah. You don't know how to, like, draw a story with
0: out. With especially like a non-original, like, you're basically adapting. You're adapting. Yeah. And you're-, you're
1: talking about an hour and a half to do something as complex as, like, the, the relationship between Venom and Spider-Man is, like. Like, I can Very tell, old, like, like, Tom
0: Hardy writing a different movie, like like a movie he's trying to win an Oscar for, but, like, you you can't write a, a Marvel movie that you're trying to be, like, artsy about. Like, yeah. this isn't the place to be artsy.
1: Some of the, in the writing was, it was one line. Like, again, like I said, like, it was a lot mm-hmm. of, like, him thinking about him writing. It was like, were you trying to get the comic book one-line thing in? Like, mm-hmm. the relationship between him and Venom was kind of uh you it, they made it more symbiotic mm-hmm. they wrote it more like these two have been living with each other, yeah, and now like sit like venom In is more like, of
0: a, like a real way,
1: yeah, he, instead of like him being an alien, now he's more like an annoying roommate, that's <laughs> kind of how it's written it's like mm-hmm. they- they even get into like a spat into the movie, venom. yeah, mm-hmm. venom is his own person, like he's like. I'm my own thing. I want to eat these people's heads, and you won't let me eat these people's heads. Mm-hmm. I want to eat chocolate and chickens, and no, I want to eat people's heads. and You keep making me eat chocolate and chickens. Mm-hmm. I want to fucking have fun, and you always hiding me from people. It's mm-hmm. very like, and then there's the scene where he's wearing the. It's like a
0: buddy comedy.
1: Yes, exactly what it is. So I was like, oh, this is a funny movie. This isn't a act. This is an action comedy.
0: Yeah,
1: they're not trying too hard. Mm-hmm. There was no like they like we know what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Oh, just what the- it's always
0: weird how Marvel goes about like doing these movies, especially with like like Chloe Zhao, the person who did Eternals, like she just won an Oscar for best directing, but they didn't give her a lot of like access to like editing and uh, especially what's it like Kevin Feige, mm-hmm. like he didn't give her a lot of like legroom, you know, mm-hmm. on what how the movie can be made. Like obviously there's a whole plot that already laid out
1: well he's when you say kevin feige that's what that's the that's the formula that's the that's when it goes Mm -hmm. from like creative to algorithm yeah it's like hey and it's kind of like
0: it sucks because when kevin feige does do that and take control the movie kind of doesn't feel as good as it can be like when you give uh ryan coogler creative you know, mm-hmm. as ex- or creative ability mm-hmm. on Black Panther, you get Black Panther. That's right.
1: But the only reason why Kevin Feige did it, cause he was like, I had no idea about black people. Or like, like, I don't know shit about black. Le- that's what we like. Black people like it when you say that. I don't know shit about your culture. Do Fucking it. Go <laughs> ahead and go have at it. Like, and that's why it was one of the greatest experiences mm-hmm. as a movie ever. With like, like
0: Taika Waititi doing Thor Ragnarok.
1: I don't know shit about that.
0: And James Gunn doing Guardians of the Galaxy. It's like you're giving these artists, these directors, mm-hmm. creative, you know, uh, freedom. Mm-hmm. But,
1: like, with Chloe Zhao, they didn't do it. They're probably nervous, dude. Yeah. Because you're, you're – this is Kevin Feige, Avengers of Kevin Feige. Like, mm-hmm. he's the reason why Disney has 3 to $4 billion mm-hmm. from not merchandising, from movies.
0: Yeah. Strictly, yeah,
1: from movies. We're talking about we can name four movies that gave them four billion dollars. Yeah, fucking in Endgame. Avengers One, Avengers Two, no, Avengers One, Black Panther,
0: Endgame,
1: Infinity War, and Endgame. Yeah, those were all billion dollar grossing worldwide movies. Mm-hmm. That's just those four movies out of the 23 that they made. Yeah, so when Kevin Feige, when Disney calling him. He's like, fuck, dude, I got mm-hmm. dude, this shit better gotta work dude. Yeah. because uh they're yeah. expecting it's just like shareholders. They're always me and Amanda just talked about that. Shareholders are never happy with breaking even. We did the same that we did last quarter. They don't like to hear that. Mm-hmm. They don't wanna they don't wanna be in like on the same, they don't wanna be in the gray or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck it's called. They wanna be in the black. Like you need to be always like making more, yeah. more, more, more money. Mm-hmm. That's why that shit with China was such a big deal because you already had the market. There's yeah. only one place that you haven't fucking cornered. Yeah. China. That's a billion people spending $13 that yeah. we haven't gotten.
0: That's great. And they didn't release Shang-Chi. That's crazy. Hilarious.
1: I talk about it all the time. I love that China said, fuck you, Americans. <laughs> <laughs> because Americans need just say the same thing to them. Fuck you, motherfucker. I don't want your bullshit. Every movie that you touch, your Huawei, goddamn Huang. What's that shit that you see at the beginning of like uh, the new the Resident Evil King Kong? Oh, like
0: Fast Nine. Yeah,
1: Fast yeah. Nine. That whatever that production house is from China, Dude, it's kiss like, my ass. Yeah. you when you talking about a Kevin Feige watered down. Don't let fucking Wang in them. <laughs> I don't mean that yeah, by yeah, a yeah. name. Quang is like, I'm thinking that's the name of the company. It starts with an H or some shit. They make movies suck. Yeah. Because they're like, we're, I can't, I'm not going to get into cultural differences. There are different types of people in China. Let's just say that. The way okay. that they operate. That's fair. That's fair. The way that they <laughs> operate is, I don't think Americans can understand how like other countries, you're like, how could you do that? And you're like, that's just how they've been for thousands <laughs> of years. Yeah. What are you talking about? they just listen chinese people just listen yeah they're very like yeah we'll do that like Mm -hmm. if their government says do it they're like yeah man all right cool i bet (laughs) it's not even about violence they're very like oh we trust you we believe you have the best interest for us at heart like yeah it's not about you beating us or shooting us we believe that as our culture has existed for years that you are doing what's best for us like Cent, oh. hundred thousand Chinese people are some of the <laughs> earliest civilizations from and, like eight thousand years ago. And when
0: people, that's I always say this. Like when people want to talk about the great history of America, like
1: Relax, what history, dude. bro? Like two hundred years, like three hundred years max. And we're talking about where it's like two hundred. Oh, I should say the United, United States. That, yeah, two hundred and forty like, to that is iffy history.
0: Like that's all right. What like what's the math? That's like four lifetimes, five.
1: Four or five lifetimes. We're not removed when you can still have, like, there's still black people who have, like, great grandparents who might have been slaves at some point. That's like, that's where we live. Yeah. Or it's like, you at least know a person whose grandparent was a slave or
0: something. Yeah. And, like, it's not the hardest thing in the world to find somebody Mm -hmm. who's a relative to a slave.
1: Or just like the Holocaust, like, that was like.
0: Not that long ago. That was like. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: There were still there are still people alive who were in concentration camps, mm-hmm. and then you want to go to a place like China, who's been the way that they've been mm-hmm. for eight thousand years, where
0: they've they've gone full circle of they've been invaded and they've invaded and they've like,
1: invaded. <laughs> they've probably been through capitalism like this twice. Right. And themselves. <laughs> they know so like we this, back dog like that's <laughs> why they're like y'all are idiots like. Y'all don't know, like, the way we live is right. You don't know because y'all are little. Like, you don't, that's how they look at us. It's like, mm-hmm. you're like, a bunch of Like You guys just started. Yeah, it's how like... the fuck you gonna tell me that this is the way the world should be? And that mm-hmm. is very true. America mm-hmm. thinks we can go around and be like, hey, man, this is the way the world works. And when
0: I think, like, when I'm in that mindset, I always think of, like, England. Yes. I always think, like, at one point in, in time, you guys ruled the whole world. What happened? Now you see why I hate
1: them? Now you guys fucking suck. Sissies. <laughs> You're fucking lost, you blokes. You're fucking <laughs> lost.
0: Yeah, that shit is hilarious to me. That, like, England people, they kind of just went back to where they started.
1: But technically, I don't know how this is possible still. They still technically own, like, all of the land that they touched. Mm-hmm. Like, everything that has, like, the British-looking flag to it, the Queen technically still owns all Australia of that land. And shit. Oh yeah, so Australia is still technically hers. That's New where Zealand they kept slaves. New Zealand is still hers, right? No, that's a prison colony. Yeah, there's still a lot of kings. Like Japan still has an emperor. I mm-hmm. think I don't think people know that. Like there's still a royal bloodline in Japan. They, they really bout shit though, you know? They really aren't. Like they don't, or especially Queen Elizabeth. Like, but they, you know what they are? They're what we're talking about. They're the they're the history. The face, yeah. They're the like we've been doing this for a really long time. Yeah, that shit's crazy to me though. Like my, you, I think that shit's pretty cool. That's pretty <laughs> damn. In the sense of The being, thought of it. The, the thought of in like my American brain is like, yo, go fuck yourself. I don't believe that anybody's special more than yeah. anybody else. You're telling a me a royal bloodline. Like, suck that. Like we've been dick. through that shit, dog. It's called a KKK. You fucking inbred assholes. That's why the fucking that's why everybody in the royal family got a fucked up eye. They all inbred and shit like that. Uh-oh. See? Table stand. I just kicked But so that's that that is cool to me like you said because they are the connection like yeah I can tell you what happened 6000 years ago because mm-hmm. I'm literally bred from the same people and yeah. they made sure that there were sons that had daughters and do- even if the daughter was like royal blood they were like yeah you're still royal blood like Yeah. The whole matriarchy patriarchy thing that's different in different cultures. By the cultures. way, I didn't
0: see Spencer yet. Kind of what but Spencer, yeah, the, mo- Amanda, <laughs> the movie we were talking about last week, last week it's the same director as
1: Jackie. about Princess Diana. Oh, why don't you just say the Princess Diana movie? Cause it's called Spencer. I don't mean really know it. If it's about somebody that's already existing, you need to call it that. I don't give a <laughs> fuck. I people, be, when people do that shit, they be like, oh, it's about this person. Who can fucking call it that yeah, then. I was... They
0: could have called
1: it Diana. Low-key. Yeah. <laughs> Princess of Wales. You could have said anything. <laughs> um, what? What? It just reminded me of uh something that somebody said one time about Princess Diana. Like, they just call her her whole name. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's what... They do that over there. Like, they respect them still. Well, I, I then, respect yeah, like, I respect shit, you, dog. I'm American, <laughs> bitch. It ain't no titles over here. You call me motherfucking sir... <laughs> oh that's it
0: yeah like fucking Mr. T he makes he's literally made people call him Mr. T
1: yeah no it's Mr. T like you don't call Not me just by T
0: you don't call me by my first name you don't call me by you respect me by calling me Mr. T Speaking of title, were, uh, were watching earlier. oh um fuck The Harder they, the they Fall I was gonna say They Never Forget <laughs> <laughs> the harder they fall. That's what. Um. Yeah, dude. I watched that movie. Uh, I watched the first half of that movie, like, twice. And then today, I, I started from the beginning, watched it with my dad, and we were both like. I mean, I was like, holy fucking shit. This movie. I would say best cinematography of the year. Like, honestly, best cinematography I've seen in a while. Because. I mean, you guys know how much I love westerns. Yeah. And I have never seen a western shot like this. Like, I
1: saw just a glimpse of it earlier. I was like, oh, this looks really fucking good. Dude. That color grading is really good in there. That purple, like, sheen that he had to him. Yeah. I was like, why does it look like there's like (laughs) this weird purple light in there? But it it fit well. Mm -hmm. It still was like, it was bright but dark at the same time.
0: Yeah. And the. It's, I've never seen a movie shot like this. It was actually this, I forgot his name. He has a, like a, I don't want to say a weird name, but he has a weird name that I'll probably fuck up if I try to pronounce it. But he did The Master that I was talking about, the Paul Thomas Anderson movie. And he he did uh, Jojo Rabbit, the Taika Waititi movie that came out like two years ago. But uh, he's really fucking good. And uh, in this movie, he better, since he did Jojo Rabbit, and that was kind of nominated for an Oscar, I think he'll have an in for a nomination, and I hope because this movie was—it's probably my favorite of the year. Because Dune obviously is just a huge success; yeah. everybody loves it, and like Dune is just otherworld—literally otherworldly. Yeah. But um, this is my like the harder they fall on Netflix, the Netflix original.
1: Is this so? Is it? What I'm trying to figure out is because you know, this is the Jay Z produced movie, correct? For sure, yes. So is everyone black, like the cinematographer, the director? No, the cinematographer is not. He's okay. Romanian.
0: The director is black, yeah. Okay, the, okay. The director is actually, his name is Jame. It's either James Samuel or it's James. But, anyways, his older brother is Seal.
1: Oh, shit.
0: And Seal is best friends with J Electronica. And Jay Electronica and Jay Z. Jay Z. So and me and Teo
1: and Jay Electronica. What kind of friendship is like, that? It's weird, right? But, Jesus, but that's like, music be- for you, man. But there's
0: uh, they're like best friends. So obviously he has an in with Jay Z, a close connection with Jay Z, and uh, I produced and there's the 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 theme song that uh, plays during the opening credits. It's so fire. Have you listened to it? The no, no, The Kid no. Cudi and Jay Z song. It's so good, like there's a part where Jay-Z's rapping his verse, and it's all sound effects of like the pistols being shot. And it's and it's like the wind, you know, it's like the mm-hmm. meow. like it's all literally like there's barely any drum, like you can barely hear anything. The main part is all like the guns being shot. And shit. Yeah. It's so dope. But the soundtrack is a, is super d- I think I want to say there's a Lauren Hill song. I, but I but I don't know because only I just... Jay could get her to do that. I just heard of a, a voice that sounded like Lauren Hill. Mm-hmm. But who knows, you know? Yeah. It meant if there kidding.
1: is, only Jay could get her to do that. But... As, this again, speaking about hip-hop and movies, mm-hmm. the return of the album is back for a good movie. Dude. Ryan, shout out Ryan Cooler. For real. Like, Black Panther started that back up. For these black movies... These are, these these albums that the Jews and the Black Messiah album still never seen the movie and that album is like amazing. Oh, dude,
0: what it feels like with Nipsey and yes. Jay Z. I do. I just had that song stuck in my head, yeah. and I was like, dude, this fucking whole album is pretty that fucking, fucking. There's a Dom Kennedy song on there, and I was like, damn, there's actually some fucking good songs on here. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's the I haven't listened to the whole album for this movie. But the I know the opening credit song is super fucking fire, and because it, it sounds like a real western song, yeah, like it actually sounds like it belongs. You know, it's not just some like hip hop song. It sounds like a country like.
1: So, the, so is it? It's who's starring in it? Idris Elba and uh, Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors, he's on a run right now, dude. He's so. Do you good. know that fucking Lovecraft Country not coming back? They didn't really? renew it. They didn't renew it. And they were like, and even the people who were writing the article were like, yeah, <laughs> even though it had like amazing reviews yeah. all around. You know what? When I watched that movie, when I watched that movie, when I saw that final episode yeah. and the ending of it, and then she said, I took all magic from white people, I said, they're not going to renew this show. <laughs> I knew that from that scene <laughs> when she said, we're taking all magic from white people. How big of a, it wasn't about magic. That entire show and then that ending mm-hmm. was such like, a, I'm taking power from white people. I said, they will never renew mm-hmm. this show. So like, you know still made it. it too early. <laughs> It's 2020, and you still made that ending too early. They don't want to see some shit like that. Mm-hmm. They don't want to see no shit where you're literally saying, you all don't have no fucking power no more. Mm-hmm. You took it from us last. That show was one big... That reminded me of something. Remind me about the... Uh... Did y'all get? The... Did I get that? Continuous? The adapter? The continuous adapter no. at your house? That didn't show up at your house? I don't think so. If we didn't get a package? Okay, never mind. All right, we bought an adapter for it though.
0: But uh, but yeah, uh, but Jonathan Majors, yeah, he's he's so Lovecraft good. Lovecraft Country. He was, he, in, he was the in the final
1: fi- episode of Loki. Oh yeah, still haven't watched it, but I know he's in it though. The I told you then when it came out, one of the best episodes I've ever seen.
0: That's weird, right?
1: Yeah, they got the camera battery mm. just cut out, and then the camera came back on again, and now it's cutting back out again. Weird. The battery's right. dead, but whatever. That's weird. Yeah, it's super weird. But, yeah,
0: Jonathan made it. He was in The Five Bloods, the Spike Lee joint. Yep, yep. And what else was he in? He was in that one movie with Christian Bale a few years ago. I think it's, it's some west. It was another Western movie. He wasn't a lead, but yeah. he was in it, though. He was like a supporting. He was probably like the fifth on the list or whatever. But Jonathan Majors, he's great. I want to see him in more. Especially after yes. seeing this. Yes. I was like, oh, he needs He did it again. Yeah. Um but he needs to be in more shit. Like yeah. for like he is in this movie, Amanda actually said this will probably be the only Western that Rob will ever think ever. is cool.
1: <laughs> That's not the only I've already told y'all the only Western I've ever liked.
0: Django. No.
1: Okay. The only two Westerns I've ever <laughs> liked. Hateful Eight. Yes. This is, this will be this'll probably be number one. I can see it. It was never Westerns. I don't. I don't know if it. Maybe it's not the western genre. Maybe it was the actors. Maybe I didn't like Val Kilmer and Clint Eastwood <laughs> and shit like that. Like the western accent and, and just the whiteness of it all. Yeah. The dialogue between the two. I have no all. connection to what the fuck right. they're saying with, at all.
0: You can, hear you the can movie. tell. It's, western dialogue. mm-hmm. It's like it's like if I made a western. Like it's yeah. actually from a fan yeah. of mm-hmm. western movies, especially like spaghetti western. Mm-hmm. And like like you you saying Django and Hateful Eight, which is both Tarantino. Mm-hmm. Him like how much of an influence spaghetti westerns are on those movies, like watching the uh, watching um the harder they fall. Huge influence on yeah. on these movies and like
1: maybe it is the actors. Maybe I don't like Burt Reynolds or whoever. Else. Maybe I just don't like
0: them. no. It's fuck Clint Eastwood for sure. Yeah. I don't I don't like him.
1: And that and to me, I've as only ever known Clint Eastwood as a... like when I thought westerns, I thought Tombstone and Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why I've always like I was like yeah I'm good bro We're like white. that's all I ever because <laughs> that's when my dad would watch Tombstone. I'm like. Even as a kid, I knew these people were racist in that mm. movie. I'm like, damn, they saying some wild, OB <laughs> shit to these people for no reason. Mm-hmm. You walk in and see some, uh, as they called them, red dude, some Indian guy, <laughs> yeah. some Indian, and you're fucking like pissed. Yeah. you like, what the fuck are you doing? And I remember being a kid being like, Jesus. <laughs> gosh, dude, what the fuck? But
0: like with this, it's like, I guess it's finding the right Western, I guess, in yeah. a way, but it's like there's so many different kinds, like the original Django, like that changed Western. That was like the original Spaghetti Western. Mm-hmm.
1: I got to watch these Spaghetti Westerns because I wanted to watch them ever since they talked about them on Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Because they talked oh, yeah, down yeah. on them so much. They made them sound so like C-list. It's like movies. basically
0: imagine like uh, the Italian version of like black exploitation. Like, they yeah, were, they that's weren't like, that's
1: how I see it. They weren't yeah. like
0: funded a lot, they mm-hmm. were kind of like looked down upon, like, mm-hmm. in a way, like, even though they have like these major followings that are so influential to like movies now. But, like, it's mainly for people who were either like blacklisted or like people like Rick Dalton from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood who like didn't have work, mm-hmm. but they were still good actors, so they went to Rome, and yeah, they made movies. Because
1: Hollywood is, again, the show must go on, you're old, and you're not hot no more. Mm-hmm. Get the fuck out of here. So, like,
0: Clint Eastwood, that's how he, like, got back into Hollywood, mm-hmm. was he went to Rome, made three or four movies, then came back and became, like, a, the Dirty hairy action star, then went on to fucking whatever he's doing now.
1: now yeah. I will give it, I will give, especially Italians and, like, even British people... Like you're, I was just telling Amanda about how like, you don't think about the recovery after something like a war, yeah. like, or just like a financial crisis. Like Mm -hmm. we're still technically quote unquote, that's why people still talk about the 2008 housing crash. Cause there's still people out there who are still kind of like reeling in from that, like Mm -hmm. financially. Yeah. Like a war, we're talking about setting people back 30, 40 years because we destroyed your infrastructure. We and bombed like, your electricity, your your sewage. The way that life exists as you know it doesn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. We bombed that out and of like, there. And like
0: that's why like I went on like a big like binge watch of you know Japanese horror from the fifties and sixties. Uh-huh, uh huh. Uh huh. And that being from like a controlling country like Japan was, mm-hmm. and the only way to give out that message and kind of share that trauma was through horror through fantasy mm-hmm. like godzilla is godzilla a direct, direct
1: like that's why i love god because y'all know i love nuclear bombs yeah so I, godzilla was like it just it clicked i'm like the idea that radiation could do that
0: mm-hmm.
1: to something
0: yeah like that, that and that's what i always try like godzilla before like Before we get like the 1999 Mm -hmm, Godzilla, the mm -hmm, fucking mm -hmm. Godzilla versus King Kong and and all the shit we have now and what we know about Godzilla, Mm -hmm. like the first movie that wasn't, they weren't making it thinking like, oh, this is going to be a franchise. We're going to make millions. This was a vision from a person who was living in post-war Japan. Literally, it's poverty. And so it's like, that's why like those kind of, when you watch movies from a certain country and get, and we were talking about that last week too, of like. Uh, or after the, not on the podcast, but we were talking about it of like watching these movies from different countries, you really get a sense of like expressionism mm-hmm. and like, and it's not always like a bad or a sad thing or a traumatic thing. It's just kind of like, sometimes it's just the way things are there. Yeah. And like, yes. or like, cause there's, I always talk as like one of my favorite movements in cinema was like French new wave where of how simple those movies are. Mm -hmm. And they're only like 90 minutes, 85 minutes. Like so quick, I guess. Mm -hmm. And it's just like the simplest stories. But like that's how life was. Like after World War II, there was kind of like nothing for these independent filmmakers to do. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Unless they get a full-time job. You know what I mean? Working a a factory or whatever. But with Spaghetti Westerns, it was really like a platform Four Italian directors and American actors. And that's, mm-hmm. that was just the way to go. Was like, with Django, like, Franco Nero being Django, the original Django, and now him being in Django Unchained mm-hmm. as like a cameo. When he was the guy who asked him. He was like, what's your name, Django? Can you spell it? And he was like, the D is silent. And the guy's like, I know. That's Franco Nero.
1: I didn't know that. That's really fucking dope.
0: And so... Franco Nero was Django. Oh, by the way, that movie, great. That movie's mm-hmm. so fuck. The la- I
1: put it in my review. Now, now knowing that it's called Django, the Unchained part makes sense now. It's like two. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's Do, not Django. The last. Uh, I put this in my review on Letterboxd, that the
0: last shot is one of the best final shots in a movie. Mm-hmm. Is in Django. Like, just you go through this. So and it's only like ninety minutes. I think it's a super quick movie. But, like, the, fine, the finale and just, like, it's the perfect ending. I, I loved I remember watching it. I was like, fuck, that was fucking
1: dope. And he did a really good job. I'm assuming that Tarantino did a good job bringing the same feeling because that last shot in Django Unchained mm. is with the big white house burning. Like, yeah. that is just so, even saying that out loud, like, the idea of the big white house burning is, yeah. like, so symbolic of, like, I'm burning down, like, white yeah. fucking it power.
0: It's fucking... Django Unchained is great. Like, one of the best Westerns in the past, like, 10 mm-hmm. years, I'd say. Mm-hmm. But, wait, 10 years? How? It came out, like, 2013, yeah?
1: Yeah, still, and still has one of the funniest scenes that I don't know if it's still supposed to be funny or not. I can't fucking see shit. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody loves that scene. <laughs> I can't fucking see shit. Well, fuck you guys.
0: <laughs> but, um um but yeah like this movie people i've i saw a review before i even watched it saying that it was people were calling it like tarantino esque, Mm -hmm. which is like when it comes to a western you can't really say that because
1: he's directly inspired
0: tarantino's westerns were from Mm -hmm. old western Mm -hmm. like spaghetti westerns and so it's like you kind of like you're skipping to like Tarantino instead of like the original yeah, yeah. source. You
1: don't like that though. You all is like that's one of your main complaints. You normally is where you're like I want to be like Scorsese and you're like, Shut like
0: up. like go to. That's what I always say when someone told me it was like, oh Christopher Nolan. I want to be like Christopher Nolan. Or yeah. I want to be like Tarantino. Like who's who are their inspirations? First of all, no one like oh, that's my number one like issue. Like meeting filmmakers, they're like. Oh, Wes Anderson or the biggest names in Hollywood today, not even old directors. Mm-hmm. Like people would ask me, like, oh, I fuck with, you know, Paul Thomas Anderson. And a lot of people don't even know who the fuck that is. Yeah. And I'm like, he's still working today, but mm-hmm. like, like even his, you know, influences like Robert Altman, like, he made a Western where he's heavy on fucking like sound mixing. And like the way his movies sound are if it wasn't for Robert Altman, there would be no paul thomas anderson there would be no safety brothers. Okay. and that's why i respect
1: robert altman yeah and so it's like there's so much because these <laughs> these people that these people that they name that are these great directors that we know now they're not i hate to say it but you're not a pioneer because mm-hmm. you're you're just you're just improving which is nothing wrong with that yeah because film has a, only been around yes. we just said that last like, week too. like the 30s it's, it's not out of art forms it is the newest art form. Yeah.
0: Period. And it's like so fast.
1: It is it is movies. Again, not to harbor the color. It is true that they are the combination of every art form coming together. Yeah, Pictures, sound, they ca- it, painting, it, because the artwork for the movie posters, they used to be drawn and painted. Mm-hmm. Like somebody sat down and made these fucking posters. And they were posters. like, oh,
0: fuck. Like, yeah. yeah. When, when you see like... like Poster designers like Saul Bass, like mm-hmm. the most respected. Yes. And he and he had the most simple posters, but he still had to make them from scratch yes. and capture an essence to market it to like people would see it and be like, I wanna watch it.
1: You know, I just heard Schultz talk about this. That that's why you see that on Netflix. How you mm-hmm. notice that the covers will change sometimes. Yeah. You're like, because the algorithm, there's actually like six covers, seven covers for every yeah, movie. I have noticed that. And yeah. they're like, the algorithm will change based on what you're into that week. Mm-hmm. So they're like, if you're into this that week, they think that this cover has done well with this yeah. type of people. So and then sometimes there's been a lot it of it gets you. You're there's like a lot of
0: times we're we'll all see a cover and be like, hey, this looks kind of that's like fire. fire. Yeah. I
1: saw this the new squid game. Mm -hmm. uh poster i saw they have the the fucking doll that everybody keeps posting yeah i was like that's genius because everybody keeps posting the fucking green light go doll so they have the in the oh yeah like the
0: baby thing yeah Yeah. the
1: left thirds of the poster is the doll and it's like her eyes are like that and i'm like fuck now i want to watch it god damn it i still haven't watched it because you use the meme picture (laughs) it's (laughs) i want people to know we talk shit about technology and what's new and this shit like that. These motherfuckers got to figure it out, yeah. bro. And we need to listen They're to They're way
0: them. ahead of the game, yeah. We
1: need to listen. Stop complaining and pay attention. This is why you get people like Paul Thomas Anderson and the Safety brothers because they didn't fucking sit here and complain about the new guy on the block. Probably yeah. how, or how all his contemporaries were complaining. Mm-hmm. They said, oh, shit, he was on to something, mm-hmm. like. Maybe I should fucking, like, yeah. figure out and like improve upon this. Mm-hmm, How like, can you make the algorithm work for you?
0: And that's why I'm saying now, like, me being heavy on the Safdie brothers is, like, these dudes are up next. Next. Like, no, like although Uncut Gems is a hit.
1: A super hit.
0: But it's, like, that's their, I mean, it's, like, their fourth movie. But super that, hit
1: for a fourth movie, that's a good movie. And
0: but it, in in a way, it's their second movie, you yeah. know, because mm-hmm. even like Josh Safdie, he was he even says like like when publicists or interviewers like ask him, uh, like your first movie, like Daddy Longlegs, so that was their first feature film, but he always says, oh, Good Time was our first real movie. <laughs> <laughs> but it kind of is, you know, it was their first like actual release that had a, a Robert Pattinson, do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm, Like mm -hmm. it was their first big movie, Mm -hmm. and then Uncut Gems, being their like fourth movie, and they made like a documentary and shit. But it's like they're still young as fuck. Yes. Like, and that's what I always say. Like they're like thirty six and thirty nine or whatever, Mm -hmm. but that's unbelievably young in fucking Hollywood. You know, like considering that average age of directors is like fifty or sixty. I think.
1: I I I think. I was just looking at this lady today. She had a BMW and her license plate said 1960. And you're like, that was what, 60, 50,
0: 60 years ago? That was 61 years ago. So
1: yeah, she's 61. 30 years ago, that was old. There's 61 year old women now where I'm like, damn, you still fucking like, (laughs) you bad, shawty. Mm -hmm. Like God, so you're that to say that. We'll see a lot more of that. And just like we were saying about hip hop, like. You're going to see a lot more 50 year olds rapping Mm -hmm. like that's just that's the natural way things move Mm -hmm. because it's not going to go away. That reminds me there's an
0: Italian director named Dario Argento. He's like a horror movie. He made Suspiria the the original Suspiria and uh, he is making a new movie and he's like fucking 79 years old. But he's oldest. That's still oldest fucking. That's oldest. Fuck. In any sense. That's yeah. old. But he's also going to be in a movie. And I mentioned it. Vortex by Gaspar Noé. And I said he had a heart attack and he decided to write this movie. He actually had or I said he had a stroke, but he did have a stroke. But it wasn't like because of a heart. attack. It was because he had a brain tumor. Ooh, and he almost died. And, and then he made this movie Vortex. Yeah and i was like
1: holy shit that's like that you know the old lady from black panther the uh and when they're in the room where she, has she would, the big thing yeah not not the one with oh the that mom, was the good that was the guy the really old lady yeah now i know what you're talking about yeah yeah that was her first movie ever oh shit she was like i want to act." that's crazy isn't that cool it's stuff like that when you're saying stuff like people are selling on and still writing. Mm-hmm. That stuff like that like mm-hmm. that, makes you feel a tad bit better. Like You can always feel like you don't have enough time. Mm-hmm. That lady said, I want to be an actress and was like, okay, I'm going to go try out for this movie. Fucking Black and now Panther. you're in fucking Black Panther.
0: Yeah, crazy. Cra- like, literally Cultural one the, phenomenon. One of the most successful movies of all time.
1: She passed like, away recently, God arrested dead. day. R.I.P. Yeah, but it's like, that was such a beautiful story to hear. She was just like, yeah, I feel like doing this now. She was like 80-something.
0: Yeah, crazy.
1: And she must have just been... She How must old have, is
0: Martin Scorsese?
1: He gotta be fucking... Like 72? 70, yeah. All of them are old as fuck now.
0: Because Tarantino Cause is probably like late 50s.
1: Yes, Lucas has gotta be 70-something. They're all rich.
0: Mendes tired.
1: Yeah, you can see it in her face.
0: Seventy-eight. Damn.
1: Damn. (laughs) (laughs) He was born before the bombs dropped. That's That's crazy.
0: I actually have all his short films on Blu-ray, and he looks young as fuck. He's in like a couple of them. Mm -hmm. He looks young as fuck.
1: Do those short films like give you hope for the future? Because these people that. Every time you talk about short films, I'm like, that's such a slow grind. A short film could take you a year to make.
0: Yeah. Dude. It could take tell me you about a it. year.
1: <laughs> and just and that and I'm talking about that's a year to make just, like, sometimes just shooting.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's, like, digital cameras aren't a thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, I don't think the first fully digital movie was in, like, 2002, I think. Like, fully digital.
1: And that's And that's... And that's another thing that people don't know. But, like, now we expect... When you have better tools, we expect more from you. Mm-hmm. You have to be better now. Scorsese and them did that. They made Star Wars in 1978.
0: Ridiculous.
1: So when you're telling <laughs> me anything you make after that, you have to... He changed the game. Like, you kind of have to do what he did now. If you don't want to work that hard, Yeah.
0: don't even that's fucking what I was, try. That's what I was saying, like... John Cassavetes, the the original American independent filmmaker, mm-hmm. the guy who acted in movies and took all that money and made his own production. Yes. Like, when I heard that story and watched it, when I watched his first movie and his second, all his movies, really, but when I was talking to you about it on the way home, like, I was like, when I see those movies, like, I feel the actor, like, they're not getting paid for this shit, but yeah. they, like you kind of empathize with not only, like, the characters, but, like, literally the actors. Like, you can feel, like, what they're going through. Like, we're just trying to make this fucking movie. Like, we're not getting paid for this. We're We're hungry. And, like, and knowing, like, of John Cassavetes' story, like, being the OG Mm -hmm. of, like, fuck Hollywood. Like, that. he was the original fuck Hollywood. Like, I'm not doing this. And, like, he even made... I think it was his second or third movie. It's called, uh, oh, fuck, Two Something Blues or whatever it's mm-hmm. called. And uh, I forgot the name, but it was his one and only Hollywood movie by Paramount, actually. It's free on Paramount Plus. Yeah. But uh, he, it's a Hollywood movie and it's not that good. It's like his worst movie and it's his highest budget but you go to his others movie. I don't think it's his highest budget but it's his only hollywood movie
1: so the budget was way bigger yeah that's all that speaks to like i i this happened to me when i was looking for a new sound too late
0: blues that's what it's called too yeah
1: without too late blues and i was a uh, i'm gonna, that speaks to sometimes you get like an overabundance sometimes and i think that can like Maybe give you not anxiety, but like go into overdrive mm-hmm. to where I was like, oh, I'm looking for a new sound because I feel like my sounds were stale. Like
0: imagine if someone threw you into like Ludwig Gorenson's studio, you wouldn't know. like I'd be
1: like, so <laughs> your
0: shit would come out worse than like what you're making. Like You want you know? me to
1: make a trap beat? with with this guy <laughs> like that's disrespectful it's like, literally like tools like it's like come on man like what the fuck are we doing in here guys? it's like someone
0: not knowing how it, to use oh, like a power drill it,
1: that takes time and like you can't take somebody who's, who's producing their own movies and then give him 30 million dollars and be like here you go man it's like he's som- only been working with a million he don't it, fucking know
0: <laughs> it's like someone who's used a screwdriver their whole life and then someone's like here's a fucking power drill and it's like, and they're like, so
1: you you want me to build <laughs> your whole house now? Like, yeah, <laughs> because you know them putting that power drill in your hand, you're like, I can go, I can do so much now. By the way, great analogy. That was really really good. Was pretty... I don't know because I can I can once I can work off of something, I know it's a good analogy. Yeah, <laughs> you give me a screwdriver, and I've been using the screwdriver, and then you give me a power drill, but. Like no, like, so if, I, my brain's gonna automatically think, Well, now I can screw this in, then I can screw that thing, and then doing I can screw shit, in earlier doing
0: shit you don't need to do.
1: That screw mm. that was too long earlier that my wrist got turned doing shit you don't need to so much starts to like your brain starts to mm-hmm. like trip you up a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I got tripped up in my own sound to where I was like, I gotta start producing for like, and two that's
0: months. why people, I was that's so crazy. We're talking about this right now. Where are we at?
1: We're at an hour 50.
0: But people getting, that's, oh my God, that's a fire fucking analogy. Because once people get that power drill, that's going to be a thing. Mm -hmm. Once people get that power drill, that I, what I just thought of right now was 5 year foreign being on Donda. Mm -hmm. And on a fucking Kanye West album that he knows how to use that power drill. Like, or he's using that screwdriver in a power drill setting. Yes. Like, cause I, I the reason why I love that feature on Off the Grid uh, was that Fabio could have done something different to like more match Kanye's energy, but he didn't change at all. He brought his shit. Like, what brought me here to like where I'm at? Like, he did that do on Donda. Like, he didn't change his his into his cadence. Nothing. And i that's what I respected the fuck out of him being on Donda doing that. Because sometimes it's
1: easier to use a screwdriver. Mm-hmm. As anybody will tell you, sometimes it's like, oh, I can't get a drill in this spot. I have to use a screwdriver. Mm-hmm. Got to do this by hand. Yeah. And that's sometimes that, but I'm glad you used that analogy because him on Donda made me go listen to his playlist on Spotify. Mm-hmm. And you are absolutely right. I'm like, oh, he's a, I didn't know he was a drill artist. I didn't mm-hmm. know he was on like the uh, pop smoke wave. Yeah, I didn't yeah, fucking yeah. know that. I didn't know he was on like, I like hearing that because I'm like, I like having my New York, New York. Like mm-hmm. I like when they have a different sound than mm-hmm. everybody else because they're the originators of this shit. Yeah. So them having the a drill scene, I'm like, yeah. nobody else touched that. Let them. There's no way you can technically drill came from Chicago because that's young chopping them. Like, but geez. the way it yeah. sounds now. That's that's that, like a that's whole new, new York. Like
0: that's, you hear a drill beat, you're like, oh, New York City. Yeah,
1: or you you can say UK, but it's gonna the New Yorkers are killing they it take, right now. They took that shit over. New York like, is killing that. Skeptist, you're like an OG, but everybody I heard like there Skepta, was a there was a like, drill rapper rapping in the Venom movie, and I was like, what the fuck is she saying? I was like, this shit is garbage, dude. Like mm. a lot of drill music from the UK does not sound good to me. Your man's not hot. You wanna go stop <laughs> and then I let you know when I go go stop stop stop. And it's like
0: that's kind of every y'all song. Not ri- <laughs> exactly,
1: y'all not riding that shit, bro. Like Fabio Forum rides that Cra- shit. Fabio Forum is crazy. He bro. Ride- And then there's a song with him and King Von. I'm like, oh, they sliding on this motherfucking beat right now. Like these niggas is really rapping their yeah. asses off. But
0: like when it comes to complete change right now, <laughs> back because we had all music. But yeah, um, but yeah, like independent filmmakers, like. Just that vibe, and just, like, you asked me, like, about me making a film. Like, have I ever thought about getting a permit? I was like, no, because that could add to the energy of Mm -hmm. the movie. Mm -hmm. Because, like, stealing a shot is a thing. Like, people still do that shit, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or people, like, even... I'm bringing up Good Time. (laughs) But (laughs) even in Good Time, they, in the... When they're running away from the cops, Mm -hmm. they, they actually used that loc- they were per- they got a permit to use that mall that they ran through it was like a china chinese mall in new mm-hmm. york city or whatever mm-hmm. but um they had permission but they still set up the cameras to where they were like stealing the shot and so like cuz they needed that energy and that's mm-hmm. how they made all their previous just, movies
1: because then that's changed the that changes their production value for the whole set they're like hey guys we're just going to use... somebody g- bump somebody and says hey we're not supposed to be doing this shit, so we need to, like, mm-hmm. get these mics set up, get this shit set up. Let's get in, let's get out. And that changes mm-hmm. they didn't, how everybody moves. They didn't tell Robert Pattinson,
0: but Benny Safdie, the director, is also in the movie, mm-hmm. um, told, was talking to the cop. And was like, hey, we have this place permitted, so we're just going to be running really fast through it. And uh, the cop was just like, just don't run into anybody. Because that's you'll get in trouble, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, but so what they did was without Robert Pattinson knowing, they had an extra stand in the way. So Benny Safty ran into him and Robert like kept running. Robert Pattinson kept running. And so it's he just, wasn't gonna
1: break the shot. And
0: so he was like, We gotta go. But you see it you know in his mean? face, he's like, and like you know how much I always say like energy that adds yes. to the mood, like what you see on screen. Again,
1: vibes and art are a real, it sounds corny, but it is that a real, real thing. Somebody, the director's job, the producer's job, whoever the fucking, the conductor's job, mm-hmm. whatever art firm you're talking about, their job is to create a feeling.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what it is. That's
1: why you see stupid art in some art galleries and they're like, just clear boxes art. You're like, mm-hmm. shut the fuck up. <laughs> Or like that, I saw one art exhibit and it was like, people had thank you bags, like you know how you get the bags from like your like Ito Mart or some shit yeah. like that. It says thank you. They had like a giant version oh, of that yeah, yeah, as yeah. an art exhibit, and I was like, hey, all right. what the <laughs> fuck is that supposed yeah. to be? But then you like, some gallery paid for that. Mm-hmm. that what the fuck, man? Like, yeah, it's crazy. Get the fuck out of here again. Art uh, from Americans. It's still be very vapid because there's nothing but there's nothing behind what you're doing.
0: Mm-hmm. Because it's like you're trying to be deep and you don't have contextual. any. It's all contextual and that's why people love French art or British art because it's like it yeah, is that's why I fuck shit with,
1: blown up. That's
0: really why I fuck with Wale because he's really mm-hmm. into that and mm-hmm. like his even his I don't think his most recent album but one of his re- more recent albums, I think it's called Wow That's Crazy. It's like a Banksy. It's him, but like replacing a Banksy painting. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this dude like really gets art. No,
1: Wale, Wale is a is a uh, where I'm looking? A connoisseur. I'm mm-hmm. like, whatever he's into, like he's like like when you are talking about fashion, I would consider him like a step under, probably not Kanye, but maybe a two or three steps. But he's to the point where Charlemagne, like Charlemagne, the God says he calls Wale mm-hmm. and he's like, yo, what's popping right now? Like what's hot. Because yeah. Wale, Wale really, when it comes really to it. fashion, that's why we were so mad. I don't know if anybody's seen this. I don't give a fuck when nobody says New York did not start the Nike boot trend. That oh, was DC, I heard about that. period, point blank. Nobody even saw a Nike boot outside of the East Coast until niggas from DMV started wearing fucking Nike. When I wore Nike boots, Amanda was like, the fuck are those? <laughs> that's what everybody <laughs> thought they were. Mm-hmm. They were like police booths. thats what everybody thought they were. Like nobody was rocking them like that's that. That's crazy. Like so, don't give me this. So when Wale, when he like that fucking uh, the Hundreds clothing line, yeah, Fire. Wale, yeah, period. He backs them so much because their his fucking first like couple albums was their logo. Yeah, it was like the Hundreds before they became the Hundreds. Yeah. he was on them. BBC, like dude. Wale, him and Pharrell got yeah. along because of that. Yeah. Like, th- I actually found, I was young,
0: but like, I found out about BBC because of Wale. But then, like, looking back, I'm like, oh, Pharrell wore Pharrell, this too. Like, his
1: whole entire, the uh Neptune's cover was mm-hmm. the whole, is the bait fucking logo thing. Yeah. Like, I think that was, oh man. That's fashion, fire. fashion and music and movies
0: i was literally just talking to Menda. i was like fashion is the first art form i've ever gotten into
1: fashion is that's when i'm still like i struggle with because when you're talking about subjective that's some shit i don't get mm-hmm. where you're like this shirt costs three thousand dollars you're like it has like a word on it
0: there's a lot of times i don't understand where, what's happening there's a lot of times where it's like i get it but but objectively that's a stupid ass outfit you yes, know what i mean yeah because i look at it both ways it's like because I all understand a garment that Young Thug is wearing or Gun is wearing or whatever, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like, and like, yeah, or Lil Uzi, prime example. Prime like, exam. I get it why you're like he's Lil Uzi and like ASAP Rocky sometimes are, like, yeah. they're literally wearing art, but you have to realize you're wearing an outfit. You know yes. what I mean? Like, you're a person less Like the go places. Like when like you, that's how I see it. Like literally with me making movies it's like yeah I could do things that make sense to me and mm-hmm. other people might understand why I do certain things but I'm still making a movie that yes. random people are gonna see that aren't gonna get everything but you still have to make it you know di- easily digestible and the mm-hmm. same thing with like what Lil Uzi wears it's like yeah I get what you're wearing like the pants he's wearing with like the fur coat with the vest under and shit like, like and even like the backpack he wore uh, on his one album cover uh, fucking Love is Rage 2 It's like, I get what you're doing, but you got to chill out on the koala fucking backpack. You know what I mean? Like, like no one gets it. Like, no, not everybody gets it.
1: Some stuff, it's kind of like, uh, I tell Amanda, like I, because of like a lot of my, I guess, psychedelic trips, I was very like, I get like the human existence is very much so about yourself. Like Mm -hmm. he's wearing that koala backpack because he fucking wants to. Yeah. But like that's you said, that's essentially what
0: fashion is. But, but it yeah. is.
1: But like you said, he also knows what he's doing. Is like you're also like a guy who, when they walk in the room, like they know who you are. Yeah. Like, fucking wear like wear a cool back, wear a koala backpack, but make the koala like fucking black or something like yeah, that. or like flat, or make mm-hmm. it a koala face, something mm-hmm. less like you look like you're trying to be a pedophile. You know, <laughs> like something less like you're trying to like. Entice children to come to you like the buy a yeah. Like something yeah. less like that
0: Yeah, it's just kind of like You got like the neon with the fucking bleach Fucking spots or whatever But you gotta realize you're walking around with a bright ass Fucking
1: pants or whatever Yes, and yes it's, you're a, His job to me Is it's to like, make people's heads turn mm-hmm. People who try to wear that shit like regularly Like regularly? Regular? Dude, like you're walking around fucking Fucking stop it, dude Stop it You're not this dude has a fucking jewel in his forehead. Do it. Like
0: I feel that because like when people are like buying like Goyard
1: oh my or Ameri- like you're talking about ninety percent of the DMV right now. <laughs> Let me just put on as much designer shit as I can in one outfit and I'm fly now. Mm. No. And
0: I think that's what I—I th- I don't think
1: we should go too deep into no, this. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, you're not fresh just because you're wearing. <laughs> just fucking- because
0: expensive doesn't. Just because it's expensive doesn't mean it looks good.
1: It a lot of that's that. That's why I stopped wearing ugly. Supreme for real. A lot of that should be ugly as hell, boy. That should be ugly.
0: Because I turned into a walking billboard my fucking senior year, and that's when I stopped wearing like shit with big ass logos mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. because I don't fuck with that shit. No, I grew out of it. Yeah. I mean, it was I. It wasn't like I was wearing it to like be cool. I thought that shit was, it was fresh as fuck because mm-hmm. that's what was popping. But yeah. I was wearing what was popping. Mm-hmm. But that shit's not popping anymore. But people are still on, you know, pe- just people who are late, who are like, oh, like Supreme's whack now. Like Supreme even literally, Supreme literally sold out. The guy who made Supreme doesn't own Supreme anymore. So it's like if you're
1: bu- <laughs> you're not buying it from him.
0: So it's like like this because. I don't want to go off on fashion, but like (laughs) Supreme is streetwear. It was a skateboarding brand, Mm -hmm. but you're trying to get on it like it's fucking. And that's like it's Goyard. And this is my problem (laughs) with Virgil. Yeah. For blending streetwear and high end fashion. Mm -hmm. That's a beautiful thing that he's done. But it's ruined streetwear because people are treating streetwear like it's high end. And reselling these T-shirts for five hundred dollars, and
1: that's the problem. When they were, uh, they were Tony Hawk was on Flagrant too, mm-hmm. and they said, "Hey Tony, do you?" Uh, Mark on there said, "I think you started the streetwear thing. Like the reason why streetwear can be worn as just like everyday fashion." He was like, skateboarding culture started that. Oh, yeah. But, skateboarding
0: culture, for real. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Skateboarding culture started that. He was like, but Tony Hawk, you made it so, like, just the everyday person wants to wear DC shoes because yeah. they were like, the Tony Hawk game crossed so many people.
0: For sure. People.
1: So there's you, let's say there's. The men that go to sleep? I don't know. No, 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 no. Let's say there's 60, 70,000. Oh, there. <laughs> let's say there's 60, 70,000 black and brown kids that yeah. we were wearing. What the fuck ever was going on in hip hop at the time. Yeah. But then you get introduced to this dude who's wearing like super baggy jeans <laughs> and his t-shirt is kind of weird and his hat. You never seen that hat brand before. Dude, like. I'm
0: not lying. The Tony Hawk video game alone put me on to half of the things I'm into today. Yeah, Like I've talked about it before on the podcast, like music taste. There's no way I'd be listening to punk rock and 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 they also they mentioned that they mentioned also that. 90s hip hop at the same time they said they said i want to listen i should listen to that episode they
1: said that you should cuz they're like that album they're like the music from the game is iconic alone
0: dude from in all the games i forgot how many there are but like me and my brother would play all of them that yeah. have came out like so there's a specific one Tony Hawk Project 8 is my favorite one or Tony Hawk Underground and Tony Hawk Project 8 but Project 8 has the best soundtrack that put me on to cool in the gang, the summer madness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh shit, because they had that song. It was so chill, and me and my brother loved that song. Mm-hmm. But we never knew like looked at like the bottom of the screen when yeah. the song came on. Yeah. We just loved the frequencies of that song, like literally the high frequency of mm-hmm. that it's known for. But years later, I remember this is a crazy, I'm going to go into story real quick. Like that <laughs> this shit really happened. But um I was in summer school between my freshman and sophomore year. And it was before Dom Kennedy's self-titled album came out. Like, literally weeks before. That I was trying to look for that song, Cool in the Gang. I still didn't know it at the time. Yeah. I was looking for that song. Like, looking up the Project 8 fucking uh, soundtrack and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. And, like, trying to look for it. And I found it. But it wasn't even Cool in the Gang. It was, like, literally I had to go on this website... Where it was like a Detroit, uh, like a, it was like an 80s Detroit radio station. Yeah. And I was like, and I was looking through the comments like, oh, I remember writing at midnight, listening to this song. And I was like, what the fuck? These people are from Detroit and I'm on right. their website. But I found it. And then literally two weeks later, Dom Kennedy drops his album and he samples, samples. that song. And my mind was blown. And
1: you know what's funny is that Dom Kennedy probably sampled that song or his producer probably sampled that song Mm -hmm. probably because of Tony Hawk. Probably
0: because of that. Being from LA, yeah. You know
1: how many songs, how many songs y'all heard me say like oh I know this song because of movies or like because of the video Mm -hmm. game or like that's the reason why there's a lot of moves like songs that are outside of hip-hop and like r&b that i know because of movies and because (laughs) of tony hawk like that's essentially it yeah there's a lot i'm like i know this song because of the movie like like saying
0: like for especially for like tony hawk underground like they had nas that introduced Mm -hmm. me to nas and introduced me to black flag and social distortion
1: you time you talk about Tony. Just seeing him on that Flagrant 2 episode was so like. It, it made me emotional a little bit because it reminded me about like me and Ian. That's because Ian had a PlayStation, I had a Channel 64. Mm-hmm. And it was only on PlayStation, Tony Hawk 1 and Tony Hawk 2. Yeah. So, the Pro Skater? Yeah. yeah. So he was. The, I, that just seeing him talk about how that changed people's lives. I'm like, oh yeah, I was one of those yeah, people. Like, dude, I was one of those it's people. It's crazy whose how lives real that changed. shit is. Like, like, like that game, I remember people not playing it simply because it was a skateboarding game. Like, oh, you're a loser because it's a skateboarding game. Mm-hmm. They, when they're, like, you're, they're so, they were, you realize how wrong they were mm-hmm. about how culturally that game was important. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad that I said, no, nah, I fuck with this game. Yeah,
0: like, it's so much fun so like, much
1: fun where everybody was playing Madden and shit yeah. like i played Madden it's like yeah they've been making okay, the bro. same they've been making the <laughs> same game for literally still till this day they still it's the same fucking yeah. game
0: it's like for the past like they change maybe every 4 years 5 years like the look and sometimes like the phys- physics engine yeah but like if like say if it's new like Madden 13 and like Madden Fifteen are like the same game, yeah. And then Madden, ever since like Madden seventeen, and now it's been five years the same exact game. I haven't even bought the new Madden. That's
1: why I haven't played two K. I haven't bought a two K since two thousand sixteen.
0: That's the same exact. That's the same exact game. I haven't bought
1: a two K. I cannot stand when people are excited for that. I'm like, they are ripping you off.
0: That's the epitome. Like I, I remember being super heavy. When it came to next gen, yes, like my first 2K on next gen was 2K15, yeah, and I would my my player was fucking like amazing. We were, I was playing with homies like mm-hmm. at the my park and shit. But then I played 2 k 16 and I was like, okay, it's a little bit better, like cool. But it was my second 2K, you know. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, it's a little bit better. And then 2K17 came out, and I'm like, and then 2K18 came out, and then 19, and then I was like, wait.
1: This is the same fucking game, bro. I just, my cousins, a lot of people in D.C. love 2K. It's insane. That's definitely an East Coast game. It's it's because they love, but to me, I'm like, this isn't even a video. This is a simulator. Yeah. It's like they get sucked. Like, 2K consumes some people's lives. Yeah. Like, I didn't, I went on Twitch and actually looked it up. I'm like, oh, people actually watch people play 2K. Yeah, it's
0: crazy. Like, Like, they'll be in the my park shit just standing
1: there hours
0: they'll just be like standing there
1: i played my park in 2k16 i get it though yeah it's fun. it really feels like you're like oh we out here like, like waiting a pickup for- yeah. game with the fucking- like i'm about to ball up on you bitch ass niggas, like and we're holding down this court for yeah, this is mine <laughs> yeah and then you'll see the game streak I get it. Yeah. But I'm not spending $90 every single year for the same fucking mm-hmm.
0: game. Plus more. Like, suck my dick for the dick. coins, for the and, coins shit.
1: and shit. Because I'm going to get it. It yeah. makes it fun. I know.
0: I've done it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Come
1: on now. I want to get to Jordans. Yeah, I've dropped
0: like $50 before. I think like... they
1: had Nike boots in 2K at one point. <laughs> and I was like, oh
0: man. No, pandemic. Fucking got to buy that. Dude, I'll say this March of 2020, pandemic started, or quarantine started. We went on lockdown. Guess what was on Game Pass for Xbox 1? 2K20. And I downloaded that shit. Spent $50. All right, <laughs> I downloaded the game, spent $50 on VC coins. My my player was already cold and I was like I was going in and then I was like once it's like after a while I was like this kind of
1: boring. Like, I can go outside again. This sucks. <laughs> But um we went ham on the- Okay, so but to, uh Tony Hawk. Yeah. Um
0: I was going to Oh, but I, what I wanted to say was growing up with my dad being my dad and him being literally being a skater, my brother being a skater. Mm-hmm. And, um, my dad always taught me and Titi, like Tony Hawk was a pussy be- mm-hmm. because he was like, he like, literally all the skaters that I'm into, like Jay Adams and like, you know, fucking Tony fucking whatever, Stacy Peralta and all them, Tony Alva. Like we're heavy. Like Lords of Dogtown shit. Yeah. And like, that's kind of what we know of
1: in like eighties. Mm-hmm. Like, like yeah. not as but sc- they mentioned them in the interview mm-hmm. he says that like Bones Brigade he says yeah. he's like I wasn't the Dogtown guys no he says that he yeah. was like
0: and those are but the then I- kinda, but then
1: they kind of but then they kind of were like yeah but you're the guy who did the 900 so it's yeah. like X-game yeah X game shit it's like you're right but yeah, you're Tony fucking Hawk, yeah he's like, like
0: probably the most famous skater ever they said he that they is was the like most they famous. were like
1: are you in a group chat with like tiger woods and michael <laughs> Jordan?" because you can say he the same it, thing yeah. about any sport where you're like there's people probably from before tiger woods that they're like how do you guys not know like phil mickelson and fucking arnold palmer like are you fucking kidding me fuck tiger woods he just swings really hard and it's like yeah but
0: but it's tiger woods yeah it's like
1: <laughs> There's, there's something. He's also
0: the coolest. Like, yeah, like there's in something a way, like that.
1: Those people before Tony Hawk didn't do. Yeah. That. He, and he said he was like 11 when he started skating. Yeah, he was super young. So the young. people who were skating, he was like that was also a weird time because skating started to take a decline because mm-hmm. it became synonymous with being a punk. It's yeah, the late 80s. It was, was anti culture. Like, yeah. You're yeah. Like, y'all are like, they were like the people who were skating were like 20 something. Yeah, it's their like, dads
0: fought in World War II.
1: Yeah. It's like. Go get a fucking job, dude. But he was like, I'm the one who stuck with it. He was like, and that's what made me he's like, everybody thinks this was like overnight. He was like thirty something when Tony Hawk the game came out. He was already competing for like twenty years at that point.
0: And then like the skaters, I I mean, I actually like watched all the new skate videos and Mm -hmm. shit. Like with my Mm -hmm. brother, like we were watching like Paul Rodriguez and Chad Muska and shit. And yeah, and fucking bam Margera, even mm-hmm. like you, he fucking had his own show and, and see shit. then
1: you get and that's when i met amanda like seeing these crossovers was like bam Margera was even to us even in like black kids we were like oh you saw like the new la fucking, viva la bam and you shit. saw the new viva la bam like what's wrong we with had the dude? fucking
0: dvd set that shit was low-key fire because we would just put that shit on and i bet if you put that on now like all it was just like hit this button hit this switch of like nostalgia
1: i might po- i might post my cuz there we all tried the skateboarding phase in the in the DMV oh, sure. some people stuck with it most of us didn't but some of us you know stuck with i it. never knew how to do tricks and shit i couldn't even go and there's a video to prove it <laughs> i i didn't post that i don't on even know how, how to ollie i was always kind of big that makes sense i don't understand i still don't get it i'm like you lean forward <laughs> All right, but yeah, we we're at two hours now.
0: Damn. We're at 2-11. Damn, I want to keep going, but yeah. Right. Um,
1: cause we that, had a slow start. That's why.
0: That's uh episode thirty-two. We're on, we're twenty weeks away from a year. That's not even. I'm acting like that's close, but. <laughs> I <don't fly> by. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that's episode thirty-two. Thank you guys for listening. That was a good one for an unplanned episode. That was really good. Go watch, the harder they fall on Netflix and, yes. and uh, I'll see you guys next week I don't know what we're going to talk about probably Eternals maybe maybe if we, if we all we see, we'll it, see we'll talk it. about yeah. it yeah. but uh, yeah peace out peace. I'll see you guys next
1: week